step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Well, thank you, brothers and sisters, for tuning in right here to Lions by Radio, right here on Culture Freedom Radio Network. Get ready for the Lions, because they are about to roar. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, brothers and sisters. The Lions are about to roar. Yeah, we ain't talking about the lion sound. Y'all just heard. That's one lion. But we got three lions in the house tonight right here on Culture Freedom Radio Network. Most definitely in this house, in this house, in this house. Y'all ready tonight? Y'all ready tonight for Lions Vibe Radio? Yeah, this is Lions Vibe Radio in the house. Yes, sir. Indeed. Well, we keep the truth. We bring the truth to you raw and uncut. And sure enough, y'all, all the chain indeed yes sir it is amen yes sir we in the house tonight y'all we got the brothers in the house tonight we got the crew up in this house y'all yes sir we got brother justice in the house tonight with us right here on uh well culture freedom radio lines vibe radio and we got the Maury rabbi david israel in this house right here man yes sir david israel y'all know david israel gonna cut up he gonna show out y'all know how brother david do y'all y'all know what to expect when david's in the house yes sir the Maury david yes sir and i am your good brother right here Maury Israel israel also known to you as sunray nine and we are those lions right here yes sir we're just going to have a little variation of topics of conversation tonight brothers and sisters just a variety of topics we want to talk on tonight right here on lions vibe radio so yes sir y'all ready y'all ready all right let's get ready to get in the house let's bring these brothers on in the house right here man let's talk about it tonight right here on lions vibe radio and let's see what goes on and thank y'all always too as well and uh, like I said, y'all can call in too, brothers and sisters. Y'all can call in if y'all got any questions or thoughts, something y'all want to throw out to the panel, and we can discuss it. Like I said, you can call in at area code 319-527-6068. One more time, that area code is 319-527-6068. That's 317 that said, hey, my brothers are in the house, Brother Justice and Brother Dave. How y'all doing out there tonight, brothers? How y'all doing out there? Peace, peace, uh, Chief Rabbi and um, Ariyah, Yasha Allah, Summary 9. Yes, sir. Peace to you. Let me see. Make sure it's not here. Uh, hey, Shalom, Shalom. Rabbi. There you Hey, Shalom, Shalom. This is uh, Ray David Israel, the rabbi uh, of uh, the Tabernacle, uh, Liberation Tabernacle. Yeah. Lines Lives Radio, uh, sending y'all a shout out, you know, Shema Israel or the Nalahena or the Nakad, Abaruka Tara Nalahena, Malachi Aloma, Mosul, Kamen Ares. Like, so, all glory to Yah, Ohin Yahweh, uh, uh, 
like I said, I'm gonna let y'all usher it in. I gotta go. I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go uh, set my uh, stuff in my house. Right? Okay, you know, no so. problem. Yes, no hey, problem. hey, hey, hey. But I'm, I am gonna say, what's up, Justice? Just, Justice, I'll, uh, I, I, I love to hear your voice again, man. Love to hear it, man. You know, I, I, I know you Al Sharpton's son and Michelle Obama's side piece, so, you know. So. <laughs> All right, Chief Rabbi, you know, hey, I'm hey, glad hey, you hey, too, hey, your voice, too. Hey, 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 I know you got uh, 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 Michael Jackson on the side, too. Yeah. <laughs> just the music, just the music. <laughs> and, and just as you knew that was coming, I hope I knew you knew all that was coming. The leash is off of big father, the chief rabbi, and he's just gonna be un untamed tonight. Like he's gonna be off the hook. So hopefully we'll find something we can agree with or agree to disagree without yes, being disagreeable. Yes, sir. You know he just love to have his brother justice in the house. That's that's all it is. Yes, yeah, we do it all in Show fun. But we do it all in fun, but it's all for the love at the same time, y'all. No no files hey, on hey, the play. Yes, sir. Hey, 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 Justice. I'm I, I want you to break down something to me tonight too. Mm-hmm. Uh if you could please Please let me know what's up with your girl, Fanny Willis. I know you keep up with uh, uh, politics. What's up with your boule sister, Fanny Willis, and her side nigga she got, she paying? Yeah, uh, uh, go, go please break that shit down because that, it seems like the divine nine females is, is going down in history right now. Mm. She up there rolling her neck, talking outside of her neck, paying side niggas off. Please ask me what's going on with with that boule crowd of yours. So you know, it seems like they're falling down. All right, all right. Uh, you know, so I'm not going to claim to be part of any group like uh, the whole Democrat think tank because I don't always think how they think and I don't always agree with what they what they want to do. So, but I understand the question and um I was I'm in support of what they came up with to put in check the people who did try to steal the election in Georgia. And so Fannie Willis is the lead prosecutor in this, and she hired an attorney who's going to help her in the case, who's a high-profile black man. And I would think that, you know, them coming together and having sex or a relationship shouldn't have anything to do with what's going on with the charges that they presented to the people who came down to Georgia and tried to steal their election in Georgia. So I would like to separate the two and to 
say that what Fannie Willis said in the hearing a few days ago that she's not the one on trial and that the people who try to steal the election are. So no matter how much you try to put her on trial, for her to have a relationship with this man who she hired and she hired other attorneys to help in this to prosecute these people and several of the people have already flipped several of the people who've already accepted agreements and are serving jail time and sentences right now. So it's not something that can just go away. And so my opinion is that Fannie Willis should dismiss the guy who she had a relationship with that's in the case in order for there not to be this overall, you know, this big elephant in the room about their relationship that they had while they're trying to prosecute the former president. So I'm going to say that if Fannie Willis and this guy hooked up and they aren't hardly dating because they're on this big case, so they're not really going to be going out to the clubs and stuff necessarily, right? So whatever they're going to do, they're going to probably probably do it together. So whatever it is, it's like, okay, he probably doesn't have time to go out and date either. So they are seeing each other every day working on the case, and they in the same room together probably talking about things or after for the day, maybe they go out for a drink or whatever. And then they decide, well, we want to, you know, let's, let's, you know, get some of this tension off and all this stuff. Cause you know, I'm not seeing nobody. I'm getting going through a divorce. And then she's like, well, I'm single. I ain't seeing nobody. And, you know, I wouldn't mind, you know, hooking up with you. So that probably happened. And from what I understand is that relationship is no longer a relationship, Chief Rabbi, that that is something that came and went and it happened and they're still just working together, but they're no longer like dating from what someone who, who really, you know, kind of researched a lot about the, the story told me. So, uh, you know, I, I don't find any problem with, the lady having a relationship with this man and him getting together with her after a day after he uh, like filed for divorce and he started a relationship with her. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Now, okay, it's probably improper for them to, you know, overall to have that look, to have that, you know, that impression that, okay, they are supposed to be on this high-profile case, but now they having sex with each other and whatnot. Now, you might feel some type of way about that, but if we go back and remember in the O.J. Simpson trial when this prosecutor lady named Marsha Clark, right, she was trying to prosecute O.J., and she had this these attorneys up on the hub and, and, and they were working for her. So she had a relationship with one of them and she was a white lady 
and she and her attorney that she had a relationship with he was a black dude and it got you know it, it had gotten out there even while the trial was still going on people found out oh these two are now you know somehow seeing each other and whatnot but then nobody really made a big issue out of it but we knew that marcia clark was having sex with the black dude that was on her team but that didn't affect the trial one way or the other and so this shouldn't affect this trial one way or the other but for me if i had a chance to advise fanny willis i would say go ahead and let the dude go or dismiss him off the off this case, and y'all go ahead and proceed without him, so that you won't have any improprieties to anybody having any more questions about your relationship, and if you benefited some kind of way from paying him this amount of money and him treating you and buying you stuff, which they haven't proved a whole lot about that she benefited by hiring him and paying him money and them taking trips and she's saying well she paid her half and he paid his half and they say well how did you do that well she said well i paid with you know my cash app or i paid with you know my credit card or i paid with cash or i use cash a lot and i have gave him twenty five hundred dollars cash or whatever they say right so like i said this really don't mean much to me and so you know, maybe there's a lot of wishful thinkers out there that would hope and wish that this could go away because they had sex with each other and somehow now the people that already flipped and flipped on the, on Trump and said that, you know, you know, that they told him to do it or they told the lady to do this or that or the other people that's in jail because they were guilty because they found evidence that they did this, that, and the other, right? And so that is not going to make any of their cases go away. And Trump and Giuliani, everybody's still in this RICO trial down there, and it's just being a little postponed or delayed right now. And even if they took Fannie Willis off of it, it's still going to go forward. It might not have the same... Um, overall um, view or, you know, like the identity of who it began with, but it still has, you know, all of the uh, documents and everything that was done that they claim was illegal is still there. So I don't want to continue on and, you know, make a long story out of something, Chief Rabbi. I hope I answered, you, you know, your question the best that I could, you know, like about, you know, what it is, because to me, you know, I would love to see Trump in jail, and I would love to see him be the president again at the same time. So, Damn, how in the hell this gonna happen? My, no, my whole thing is like I don't, I, you know, I, I, you know, I would love to see the country do the right thing, and if he's guilty of some of this stuff or all of this stuff, then he shouldn't be above the law. He should be in jail. But however, if they ain't done messed around and allow him to to be able to play chess through this whole thing and get back to the point where he got a chance to be the president, I'm going to lend him my vote just because he beat the system. Just because, you know what, he probably the lesser of the two evils now. I'm going to go oh, with him. Joe Biden got no, all this. Don't do that one, Justice. 
Joe Biden no. got all his blood on his hands because he, again, yesterday they vetoed them to stop Israel from bombing the Palestinians over there. And if you could watch one hour of any of that on Al Jazeera, you, you, you know, like you will have, you will be traumatized. Now, imagine watching that every day or being in the whole situation where there's nowhere to run to. There's nowhere to go. These people are wicked and evil, and there's nobody stopping these wicked, evil American people or these these Jewish people. There's nobody to stop them. They got there in the highest courts of the world, and they can't stop these wicked these wicked bastards from bombing these innocent people to try to catch a few people. They're going to bomb everybody, and under their own wicked, demonic way of being, they love killing the men, women, and the children. They love it. And I ain't going to vote for Joe Biden because he could put a whole stop to the whole thing. Just like if Trump came in, he could stop the whole thing too. All you got to do well, is I ain't give you no money. You can bomb all these hospitals. That should be off off limits. You can't bomb hospitals. But what they well, do every day, I'm hearing they bomb another hospital or something crazy. Yeah. Well, Justice, I, I had to help you out on that one. But there's nothing Biden can say. There's nothing Trump could say on that issue with Israel. They don't have the power to basically say a damn thing about it. Now, they probably could, so forth. But here's the thing. Um, and when you say Jews, we, we there's a lot that the people have to learn when they, when they say the word Jew. This is how Kanye West and a lot of people get in trouble when they say that word Jew. The Jews, where they say the Jews, because you got to go and say, you got to find the particular Jews that you're talking about. And this is how people get in trouble with that Jew, because... It is it is not easy when you say the word Jews. There's different forms and different um uh let me see how to say it, y'all. Groups of so called Jews. Uh as a matter of fact, you have what they call the ultra ultra orthodox. Y'all heard me say this talk about this before. They do not agree with what's going on in Israel. They actually say that there's no one supposed to be who's claiming the one um the state of Israel, what they call the state of Israel, they are against the state of Israel. So, and they are saying that these people are Zionists. I got a little small clip I could play. They're saying these are Zionists. So we see that this in here in America. Y'all know what hell? I I, I might as well do that because it'll make more sense. Even this this the people who's running America, they're not what people are saying when you're saying Jews. You basically need to know what type of Jews. Basically, these are Zionists, and uh, when you understand Zionism and things of this nature, they're the one running it, and they Bring run a out, shit. Lot of, they run a lot of Bring shit in, in America. Yes, sir. They run the media and out. shit in America, like the, the Orthodox Jews and a lot of these people y'all see. They don't. They don't. They don't run shit. They don't have the. We say the Jews own the media. Yeah, what type of Jews? See, we gotta be real. We gotta learn this type of stuff. Because black folks, we get in trouble with – because you're going to get in trouble with this shit. Because, number one, okay, me and Dave, we, we say we Jews. Do we run shit? Do we run shit? 
Are we? Do we have the can tell them to bomb, to stop bombing Israel? No, the black man and woman here in America, we can't tell them to stop. We don't have that power, and we say we're the original Jews. So when you say the word Jew, you have to be more. Let me let me let me play this clip right fast. This this is a this is a Jew here. Now we all might say or a European Jew there, and here's. A Jew. Here's, here's go. It says a top New York rabbi explained how Zionism is against. Let me see. Pull it out. Let me see where it says is against the real Jews. Now you might like. Damn. Wait a minute. Now, but check this out, y'all. Let me see. And they've been protesting against this whole war. Civilized human beings ought to stand with us against what Israel is doing to the Orthodox Jews. They handed out pamphlets to women in Israel on the street explaining to them their legal rights. And for this, they were arrested. What kind of democracy anywhere prohibits the citizens to read about their own legal rights? Can you help us make sense of this? We often see we're hearing now a rise of anti-Semitism. Can we label this, this in Jerusalem anti-Semitism that the media is not reporting on at all? You don't really hear much talk about this. I get a lot of these clips from on, on X. And you'll see Torah, true Torah Jews or this, and they post a lot of this stuff and you'll see a lot of this uh, happening. Can you help us make sense of it? There are a lot of different types of anti-Semitism. There was the anti-Semitism of the Christians in the Middle Ages that told the Jews you either have to convert or we'll kill you, which means they had their anti-Semitism was against the Jewish religion. And if you uh, practice Christianity, they're okay with you. Then there's the anti-Semitism of Hitler. Oh, let me let me start right there on that one right fast because he talked about that during um, during a time when there was a lot of Jews who had to convert to Christianity and they would be killed. Now that is very important. That's some history. We we we'll probably get into that later. We'll talk on that later. But that is a lot of history that y'all need. It's called blacks. Y'all need to know because this did happen, especially in Northeast Africa and Spain. A lot of the, they, they talk about Jews. They were the black Jews, and a lot of these people. When they say that we was Christianity, you know how black people say, "Man, they forced Christianity, forced Christianity on us." You better understand there was a lot of people that were a lot of Jews or blacks who were Jews, and we had to hide under the under Christianity or get killed. That's something y'all need to learn in history, too. A lot of them had to convert either to Christianity, the Jews to Christianity, or Islam, and hide under that, like the Moors did. That's why a lot That's of you have right. some Jewish Moors. You have actually Jewish or Hebrew Moors. You have to, and, and yeah, y'all got a lot of this. Like I said, study your history and go in depth and quit being so damn hateful. Well, it's basically Israelite or Jews and learn his history. So let's let's get it in. That's a European Jew talking about this in Israel. Because a lot of this did happen. Then there's the anti-Semitism of Hitler, that said it doesn't matter if you practice Christianity, the Jewish blood that you have, and it was his definition of Jewish blood. It, we're going to kill you anyway. The Zionists are also anti-Semites, but they're anti-Semites against the anti-Zionist Jewish religion. They don't like the Jewish religion at all, unless you're a Zionist religious Jew. Uh, Let me explain. Judaism, like Islam, like Christianity, has many different people that claim the exclusive mantle of authenticity. So by the with the Christians, you have the Catholics and the Protestants, for example. You have the evangelicals. Uh, who don't follow the Pope, it's completely different denominations. 
um, in the Muslims, you have the Sh- uh, Sunni and the Shia, and other religions have that too. In Judaism, you have Zionism, and you have uh, Judaism. And Zionism is, according to Judaism, idol worship. It's that simple. I can explain to you if you like uh, in detail how that works. But the, the reason why they created Zionism is as a substitute for Judaism, a modern political nationalistic replacement and rebranding, re-engineering of the traditional religious spiritual identity of Jews. That was Judaism. And any Jew that uh, resists the Zionist transformation of Zionism, the ones in the video that you saw are the epitome of those Jews, um, the Zionists don't like. They're anti-Semitic against these particular types of Jews. What you saw that Israeli policeman doing to that Jew is not the worst thing that they've done. No, they, no, not at all. I, I practice, I practice martial arts. So he did a, he did a, a judo throw. Now in this video, it, it was a video that, that was going around on, um, on the YouTube and they was talking about how the Israeli military and the police, those now y'all, I don't know if y'all, I know y'all in New York, y'all know the the ultra. I mean, the Orthodox Jews they talk about those ones y'all see with the hat, the black hats on, and the long black coat and things of that uh, nature. They talk about those with the like the curly hair coming down the side. They'll be uh, what you call your ultra ultra Orthodox Jews. God damn y'all, the Orthodox Jews. And they they be beating it, man over there. They be beating the hell out of them. I'm talking about Israeli police. They be beating the hell out of them. Y'all think black folk got it bad over here, like and shit. They be beating the hell out of them Jews over there. Now them Jews against so-called Jews, the Israeli police be beating the hell out of them folks over there, just because they're they don't agree with the Zionist stuff over there. Let me try to help me get through this. I mean, he did a judo throw that he could have killed. I mean, he could have just um, smashed the guy's head on the wall. He could have been dead. I mean, why? And he and he did it real sneaky. Came up to him. And unexpectedly, just flat, you know, threw, threw him down with the judo throw, and then right on the concrete. Man, we do it on mats. He did it on the concrete. <laughs> like, well, well, well. Thank God the guy didn't crack his skull. Other times they did. Uh, Google a Pinchas Segalov, who was involved in the fifties. Because I'm trying to get to the part where he's going to talk about the Zionists, the people who started the Zionist movement. Were actually and, the guy who started um, that movement. The Jewish, he was actually an atheist. Israeli police, the chief, he told the judge, these Neturei Karate guys, means these anti-Zionist Jews, they only understand one language, the heavy hand. So, yes, the Zionists don't like the Orthodox Jews, unless you're of the Zionist Orthodox Jews denomination, which is more Zionist than Jew or a combination of both. Why, why do you think we don't hear this or see this being talked about in the mainstream media? Because the Orthodox Jews don't own any mainstream media, nor do we have any influence over it. Very little influence over it. Um, I'll tell you a story. I once did a a radio show. See, now I just stop it right there. That's where well, it, it was a more history. Tip. It was like that's like nine minutes. But again, like when you're talking about. All Jew, the Jews on the what type of Jews? And most likely you'll see um, what's going on in Israel that's over there with that, and you'll see those Jews, other Jews, they're protesting. They're even they standing with the Palestinians and talk about stop the war. But it's those um, 
Zionist Jews, that's why y'all get the book, Who is Esau, Who is Edom? It breaks all of that down in that book. And that was actually a so-called European or white Christian who wrote, wrote that book. And they put him on the, uh, what was it? It was one of them Southern Poverty lists or something like that, or, uh, anti-Jewish hate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they put him on that for writing hey, hey. that damn book. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to hear yeah. it. And it but, do we speak about the Jews? And I'm just jump out of it. That's that's a long story. But what you talk about with that lady, uh, Dave asked, was was she not? Uh, was it? Were they not really trying to get her for a conflict of interest or something like that? Is that what that whole thing is about? Like a conflict of interest? I, like, cause I'm not it's too to familiar see, with this story. I hadn't been trying to keep up with it. To see whether she benefited any kind of way from their relationship by paying him an exorbitant amount of money uh, versus the amount of money paid to the uh, other attorneys that are on the same team. Mm. See, but, but, it, it, but even with that, you think on this on a deeper level, right? You're trying to get somebody who you're trying to say was not on an up and up, doing something underhanded, doing something crooked. And if you're going to try to per- – persecute or prosecute someone for doing something underhanded, doing something malicious. You can't be you can't be doing dirt your damn self. What what grandmama them say, man, those who live in glass houses shouldn't throw no stones. So in other words, you 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 might look at that and say, oh that's petty what they doing. No, it's not. It's not. Because you're accusing someone else of doing something malicious and you're doing something underhanded shit too you see what i'm saying you you, you got to have a squeaky clean squeaky, squeaky clean background that's why they're going out to them and so and see y'all coming out to me for doing shit look what they doing see that's that's what this whole purpose is about that's why politics is a dirty game it's a dirty game and you got to watch what you're doing so and and and, the, and it's funny how they're utilizing again a lot of black people, the guy in New York, the uh, attorney general in New York, how they're using, well, I ain't going to say using, black folks letting them, like I said on this video on our YouTube, black folks allowing themselves to do that shit because they want the prestige, the so-and-so, this, that, and that. You know, somebody might have told, hey, look, go ahead and go and do that. But you you allow, like, hell no, I ain't going to do that. You, you'll send me out. So they, they, they're doing, they're allowing themselves to do this shit. They, they in it. They got, they got a person again they're trying to do. But you know, it's black women and black and the black dude in Chicago. I mean, New York. Who's the one who they are putting out there to go against Trump? You know, how come? Okay, if if he's so bad, how come some of the mother white folks ain't doing it? Because yeah, a lot of them white folks don't like Trump. But why they got the black folks you seeing out here doing this shit? And then what? They gonna t- they gonna, every last one of them, Eric Bragg, whatever his name, watch. They're gonna go after their ass and they're gonna embarrass the shit out of them. Just watch. They're going to pull out some dirty stuff on them. They're going to let them try to go out to Trump and watch a lot of whole bunch of shit going to come out about them very same damn people. Watch what's going to happen. See, black folk got to stop allowing themselves to be goddamn scapegoats. I see Brother Alpha Male in the house. Let me open them up. Alpha Male Mike is too. Yeah, but you got a lot. But so with that shit down there, hey, she, 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 she'd have had us. She, whatever she doing, I said I'm not up on it enough to to really too much go in it, but that's what they're doing. 
It's like glass houses. It's those who live in glass houses shouldn't throw no stones. You, but then, Joseph, that was that was. I, I'm really trying to still figure that one out a little bit. What you said when you still say something about you hope he go to jail, but you hope he win. I, I don't know, brother. That was. I, they might have to figure that one out. I, I I don't know how that one worked. Why would you do that? How the, how the hell were you? you right. Uh, go ahead, say that again. I threw you for a loop on that one. Yeah, cause that that one there, brother. I I don't know how that worked. Maybe there's some. You, I said you say you're not a Democrat no more. You say you're a libertarian. Maybe there's some libertarian uh, philosophy or something. Cause <laughs> how could he go to jail and still win? I, that's that's not gonna make any sense. Here's my deal. Like I said that if he don't end up in jail by November, then I'm going to lend him my vote. Now, I wasn't going to vote for for the president at all this this time coming up. I wasn't going to – I was going to vote for everything else on the ticket, but whatever, you know, when it comes to president, I was going to leave that one like, you know, like I was going to do last time, and then my aunt tricked me Mm. to convince me to vote for Joe Biden anyway, right? But yeah. prior to that, I wasn't going to vote for no president on that one. So this time, I was, I'm was i going to do the same thing. I'm not pushing the lever for the president. But just because Trump is an honorable dude, in some cases, he has done some good things for black folks. And I'll mention wow. when he, you know, some of the things he did you know, on his way out of office. I mean, like the last couple of days, he, he, he gave a pardon to the corrupted former Mayor of Detroit, Kwame Kilpatrick. He pardoned that man. He was supposed to serve 30 years. He got out. And he pardoned a lot he of black people who was in jail under right. that damn, uh, under that criminal act shit from Joe Biden's them too. But wait a minute. Hold up. But hold up. Wait a minute. Hold up. So here's, this was tripping me out. I've been seeing a lot of videos on this lately. So it took Joe Biden to, and and y'all know this raw and uncut radio. Some of y'all, it was y'all close your ears, y'all. It took Joe Biden to fuck stuff up so mad for y'all that he like said, "God damn, man, Trump did do some good shit." It took Joe Biden to fuck it up so bad. So now y'all realize it. But the whole time people been telling, were telling y'all this shit. But now that's why we was gonna do a show on this, brother. You remember why do some black folks choose to learn the hard way? When oh. it shit be right there in front of y'all face. Cause people, it was right there. How did y'all not see it? But no, because again, like you said, your own self-justice, you were trying to vote because of what your aunt appeased, what your aunt was doing. Instead of looking at policies and what was actually um, the data, what was actually being done, you was trying to appease your aunt vote. And no disrespect to your aunt, but what your aunt was telling you to how to vote or whatever. Instead of looking at it, now you're seeing it and like, well, damn, at the end, he did such and such. It's too late now. It's too late now because everything is fucked up right now. Look at the immigration thing. The man told y'all, build the fucking wall. Oh, that's racist. That's so-and-so. Oh, it's racist, but how come all these black-ass people in Chicago, New York, all these places, they cry, they, 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 they cry and foul on the plate now. Oh, your motherfucking ass wasn't saying that at first. Oh, it took your Democratic people that you voted for to start taking shit from you and and, and bringing them in to start saying, hey, man, this shit ain't right. Oh, no, shut your goddamn mouth. 
when they were saying build a wall, even David said, yeah, build a wall. <laughs> even more right they said build a goddamn wall. Now, he wasn't even into politics, but he said, yeah, build a fucking wall. But now y'all screaming and hollering, that's, that's foul on the play. No, deal with it, goddammit. Because when it was before you, you didn't want to do nothing. That's, that's wrong, man. Leave them folks alone. Oh, okay. See, it took your fucking neighborhood Democratic friends to show you they ain't your fucking friends. And now, deal with it. Just deal with it. That's all I'm going to say. Deal with the shit. People try to tell you. They try to tell you. Again, why do some black folks choose to learn the fucking hard way? When it's already people trying to show and tell you, show you the data, show you everything. But no, you got to learn the hard way. I know I know one thing. I know Brittany Griner would have been home a lot sooner than it took nine months, almost a year to get her home. I know she would have been home within a couple of weeks if, if Trump was still in there or was the president. Joe Biden took her nine months to get her, get her home. And, and the boys were stealing over there in China, and they got caught. And it was on camera, red-handed. And Trump got him home from China because he was cool with Gene Jinping. He had a good relationship with him. And then the if I was Trump, was, I, you know what I was Trump? I mean, because if I was Trump, I'd tell black folk, don't even vote me. I don't want y'all motherfucking vote. I don't even want your motherfucking vote. I, I, I'm, I'm straight out. If I was Trump, I would tell black, I don't want y'all vote. No. no. Fuck it. Y'all remember, I'm racist. I'm racist, remember? I'm the racist. I'm the bad guy. I'm the orange man. I'm, I'm, look, don't vote for me. I don't want y'all motherfucking vote. I only want white folks to vote for me. I would, I would flat foot tell y'all. I would flat, I ain't going to say tell y'all. I would flat foot tell black folks, no. You didn't trust me at first when I was doing for some. I tried to tell y'all about the crime in Chicago. Y'all didn't want to deal with me. I don't want your motherfucking vote. I would flat foot well, tell, I was flat foot go. I know he can't do that, though. He wouldn't have a chance to win doing it that way. But I know he can't say that, though. But I would flat foot see it. I was like, fuck it, you know, whatever else. Because, you know, black white folks going to get up in that area. Regardless. But it, it, it just it lets you know. I mean, I would say that shit because, like, make your ass think. It's like to make you think. It's like that wake-up call. Like, goddammit, when I was showing y'all, I was trying to help y'all in Chicago with the violence. Y'all like, hell no. Fuck him. He's going to do – he's going to – and look how, how y'all getting slaughtered and everything going on now. No, I don't want your vote. Because when I tried to help you, you didn't want it because y'all was calling me racist. So now I'm really finna show you. I'm not racist, but I finna show you. I don't want your fucking vote. Yeah, give me all white folk, Chinese, Mexicans to vote for me. Black folk, don't waste your fucking time. I don't want your vote. Go ahead keep on you know, voting for the Democrats like you've been doing. That's what I would do. But I know, again, he can't do that. But just personally of me, I wish the fuck he could. Well, Hurts, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, we 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 go jump back and forth from different things. But you know, I had mentioned you know what was happening over there in Palestine and how America, you know, I believe have the upper hand to tell Israel to chill, or you know that's it, that's enough. We killed enough people, that's it. You know, we ain't gonna fund this no more. You know, we're not gonna give you all this. You're gonna keep doing this to these people. You got to have a heart in your body to see that this is wrong, what they're doing to these innocent people that's dying and being slaughtered and, and being traumatized and tortured and, 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 you know, all of this stuff that's just not right. You know, my main man on, on that YouTube 
uh, channel, uh, Camario, he he got a series called Don't Mention the Chasers. And the Chasers are the Zionists in that. And so, you know, uh, I could send it over to you and you, can, you might want to play the little clip of this here because it's some good information. He's got 12 parts to this Don't Mention the Chasers. He's got 12 parts to it. So, you know, I'm going to send you a little piece of it. You can check it out. Maybe you'll play a little piece of it starting at 3.33. And that's when a man starts talking when I send it to you in a minute. So, and, you know, you can check it out. You might want to play a little bit of it. But it's talking about, you know, like you're saying, the people who claim to be the Jews, but they're not really the Jews. they Zionists. And they got a whole wicked motive operandi, the way they operate, the way they do things. They are just vicious, vicious people as far as how they have their army and how the people in the army treat citizens or people who they don't even consider human beings. They are just shoot a person just with their hands up in the air or waving a white flag. They shoot them. Okay? It looks some little children playing. They're sending drone over there and blow up the little children playing and stuff. I mean, come on. And then, then they try to justify, oh, you know, we, you know, we, you know, the thing, we just, you know, we might have killed some children, but we know that, you know, that it works. You know, our our, our system is working and everything like that. They're not going to say, oh, we sorry that we killed them children, but they saying, oh, well, at least we know our technology is working and, you know, we can do, you know, we can do these kind of strikes and stuff. Okay, because they don't see these people as people. You see what I'm saying? So that's where, you know, you were trying to draw the line and say, yeah, Jews are Jews and Zionists are Zionists, and it's two different things. And one have, you know, God, you know, at hand or in heart, and the other one probably have the devil at heart and in hand. And then they operate as if they're the chosen ones anyway, and as if they're doing the work of God, when they're doing the work of absolutely Satan, because God wouldn't allow you to just kill innocent people and deprive them of food and deprive them of medicine and overall essential needs that they are depriving them of having, even to the point where they just just destroy their homes. They don't even have a home to go back to. I'm talking about go down to the south. And they get to the south. And then they go down and say, oh, well, they coming into the South or they bombing the South now. And they said, this is the only place y'all can go is to the South because there's no way out of Palestine. There's no way out. You The only way out is through Egypt. And Egypt won't allow you to come in there. There's too many people. They don't want all the people in Egypt. So well, you know, Zionism is basically a political political movement. Uh, actually, if you get any, I have, I have some. I've actually purchased some. You get a, a a Jewish encyclopedia, and you go through some of this stuff, and you will be amazed. You know, I know a lot of, of people won't grab it because I don't fuck Zionism, fuck Jewism. But how you go? You know, you got to learn some of this stuff, man. Whether you like it or not, you got to have it in your life. But you got to learn. It's about education. But Zionism, it says a modern political movement for the return of Jewish people to Zion. It's a political movement. And like I said, the guy, Theodore Herzl, they say he was actually in that video actually as well, but I've heard 
several other people talk about it. They said this guy was actually an atheist. He was an atheist. He didn't give a damn about the religion of Judaism. And that's why those guys were saying that. That's why they hard on those Orthodox Jews because they are basically somewhat religious, do we say, the religion of Judaism. They're, you know, uphold the values they say of God or whatnot. Uh, but the Zionists don't give a damn. It's a political movement. But here's something, Justice, you gotta, we got to understand and look at right here. That's why I said they won't stop funding Israel, Joe Biden. None of them, because again, you remember, I don't know, it was some senators and congressmen and things of this nature, right? Um, there have a sworn, they have to be sworn a sworn allegiance, not to speak out against the state of Israel. And here's a lot of things here. And this, this, this is my Jewish encyclopedia that says this, right? I'm going to name a couple of different associations that they have here. Why they'll never say a goddamn thing about it. They have uh, one organization is called America Israel Cultural Federation. America Israel Cultural Federation. Another one is America Israel Friendship League. Yeah, based is it is in New York City. Uh, America American Association for Jewish Education. Here's another one. American Council for Judaism. Another one. Now I know some of y'all don't heard this one name before. This is the main one right here, y'all. APAC. How many of y'all have heard of APAC? What does that stand for? American Israel Public Affairs Committee. Let me read what they give you about what this, because everyone has, I'm, I'm reading just what these organizations, but in this book, it breaks down how they got started and what their functions are. So APAC right here is American Israel Public Affairs Committee. It says America lobby, check this out, they lobby for Israel that work actively on legislation affecting the state of Israel, established in 1954 in Washington, D.C., widely supported, widely supported uh, among American Jews. It is considered one of the most effective lobbies in Washington. Damn, y'all heard that, APAC. Look up APAC, study that. Here's another one right fast. There's a couple of them, y'all. The American Jewish Committee. American Jewish Council started in uh, 1916. But just it, it's so many that you could just look this up and American Jewish thing. And a, a lot of it's political. I, I've heard of APAC. You heard of APAC Day? I've heard of, yeah, I've, I've heard of all of them. Scientists, the APAC. Yes, sir. I've heard about a lot of and, and you know, And something, you know, that uh, you were talking about, about that guy in that video earlier, how the guy was an atheist. Do you know? Yeah, Theodore Hurts. I think I spoke plenty of times. When it comes time for like rights of people who are like like just like Jews and Israelites and people like just rights of people all over and what's going on in the world and how people are being treated unfairly in other countries and even over here. Do you know? A lot, it's a lot of people who are non-religious who actually do more standing up for that than the people who are religious. That's that's some you know a lot of like the groups that you're talking about the Zionism and the Eight Packs, and a lot of those uh, uh, lobbyist groups. A lot of those people are not even in religion. Like, and I'm glad you brought that up earlier with that guy who was speaking. 
Uh, believe it or not, a lot of those people aren't religious. They aren't. A lot of them is just like like people who want, you know, like I said, just want the rights. They want equal rights and equal fair rights. That's that, You know, a lot of those people aren't, like I said, they ain't in the religion. Majority of them ain't. I've, I've been to synagogues where people aren't even, like, they, they, they family Jewish, but a lot of them ain't Jewish. They ain't even, they claim it. They rep the heritage, but they don't, they don't believe in nothing. Yeah, so a lot of those people in those groups ain't even in the religion. It's pretty much more like for the rights of the people. So, yeah. And uh, Brother Alpha Mel, um, he made a statement as well. I think you kind of mentioned it at the beginning, starting in, Justin. But here's something Brother Alpha Mel said. He said the U.S. is the only vote against stopping Israel uh, bombing in the U.N. All others voted to stop to stop it. That's right. That's right. Alpha Mel, get up in here, man. Where you at? Wow. That's, wow. That's right. That's four times in a row. Four times they came here to do that, and four times America the only one that said nope, and they got the power to, to stop it. They're the only ones that held out. That's because they are legions. They alliance with Israel. It's the alliance yep. with Israel. It's just what I said. It's just, this rabbit hole goes very fucking deep. This rabbit hole is huh. very deep. As soon as something happened to Israel, who come, who speak up? America. And there was a video where I wish, there was something on Instagram <clears throat> I was watching. And they had a thing with Netan Benyahu. And you know, man, Netan Benyahu, he don't play with these goddamn man. He, boy, he was, <laughs> he don't play with these American people. He ain't got no respect for that. He was going off on Hillary Clinton. Y'all remember saying he was going off on Hillary Clinton's ass? But they played a video. It looked like he was at home around some other people, but they was translating. He was talking about how he, he can't really stand America. And he was talking about how stupid and dumb these damn American presidents were and all of this shit. And no, that's the same guy who's been brought up on war crimes and all of this shit and all kind of um, stuff. And who still ain't in, who still the president or prime minister or whatever, and still in power is not in jail. But he's been already brought up on all kind of corrupt charges. Damn, y'all talk about Trump, goddamn the Teflon dog. No, uh, Netan Benyahu is. Nitin Ben Yahoo is. Yeah. You know this but, who graduated from high school over here in Philly? Who, Nitin Ben Yahoo? Yeah. 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 Wow. His name is, yeah. It's, it's yeah. a real major connection, man. It's the game we got to learn that's being played on American people. That's, that, that, that's why they support them, man. Because, yeah, they running this shit. Like, like, like they call it Hollywood, Jewwood. <laughs> It was some rabbis I was even listening to, and he talked about how a lot of the the younger people now don't want basically have anything to do um, basically with with Judaism, but they are still claim to be Jew. But like I said, they like the Hollywood lifestyle and all of that stuff. They'll just use it, you know, just to, you know, like I said, you know, like that car to get in the doors for stuff, certain stuff, but they don't want anything to do with it. The real Judaism or, you know, how living according to Torah, none of that stuff. Don't want nothing to do with that. And they said, those are the people you basically see that run to Hollywood and this, that, and another. And you'd be like, damn, the Jews, yeah. why they promote all this crazy shit in the, in the music and, you know, 
That's because y'all saying they're Jews, but they're not basically as they would say what we claim religious Jews. Yeah, a lot of majority of them is like that. Mm-hmm. Majority of them like that. That that's yeah. why I say you know, and, and I even met a, a white girl some years ago who I was talking to. She was Jewish, but she was Muslim. And I looked at her, I said, what kind of shit is this you talking about? <laughs> and, yeah, she was actually it was a, a white Jewish girl who used to, um, and, and she was, for, she was, you know, grew up and all that, you know. And uh, like I said, she kind of threw me off guard because I was telling her, you know, we got on religion because, you know, I'm, I've always used to talk about religion and shit. I always do. And I told her I was practicing Sunni Islam for over six years, but I was raised Judeo-Christianity. And she said, well, I'm Jewish too, but I, I practice Islam. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and she's a man of Arab too. Yeah. Yeah, and she was, I'm being serious, I was I had I was just like thrown off guard by that shit. Like at that time, I was like, "Wow!" I was just stopped. I had just stopped practicing Islam and was getting back into the, you know, the Bible and all that. And yeah. Well, the dude who whoever married her, he probably wanted to convert her into a Muslim. Because of the Muslim, you know, standards or whatever, right? Don't they supposed to convert their wife into Islam if they're going to marry him? And she says she is back to Islam or a Muslim now. So, right? Ain't that what happened, you think? Yeah. Ain't you a Muslim of the nation of Islam? Oh, um, I'm not any, um, any, any denomination or anything. I'm a um, spiritual being. I'm just, you know, spiritual. But, but you like was in, uh, you you was Muslim at one time. Uh, I remember we even did a show where you were standing up for Farad Muhammad. You remember that, uh, Ariel? <laughs> he standing up for Farad. <laughs> you know, yeah, he, took, I'm a friend. He, he took his shahada. I'm a friend to most religions, so yeah. Well, you remember that? Because me, when he first started coming up there, we was, you remember that, Ari? We, we, oh, yeah. we was going at his ass. He was like, Rob, <laughs> my nigga. Like, you know, <laughs> I, had to, <laughs> I had to pull out my old supreme wisdom. I was like, what the That's fuck, right. nigga? That's right. That's what it's all about. But, um, yeah, like I said, I'll... you know. Huh? <laughs> Just, no, I'm a friend uh, of all religions and uh, most movements and most religions I'm affiliated with, like, or I'm very friend, I'm friendly with and um, adapt to most uh, things that are for a good cause. Hmm. But 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 she was in the nation too, right? At one time. Oh no no! I'm a friend. I'm a friend. I'm like a secret. Uh, I'm a secret Muslim. Uh, so you, you know, so you pretty much a clandestine Muslim. Uh, you know, I'm a secret <laughs> weapon. Ah, day. Put a taser, clandestine. So yeah. now you, <laughs> you're a clandestine, ain't you? 
You know, I don't even know what that means. You know what clandestine means? No, I don't. <laughs> I told you what I, my definition of what I am and what it is that, you know, I'm one of the... I'm one of the ones that, you know... You go to the I'm class one with the unseen, unseen weapon, you know, unseen. <laughs> nah, you one of them niggas that go to the class with a fez on, and you go to the, the Israelite with a star David on, and when you you just like Apostle Paul. You just I'm, everyone damn, to everybody. I, I was just thinking about that when you were saying it. I said, damn, Apostle Paul. <laughs> Yeah, he'll pop everything to everybody. He just like Farrakhan. That's what Farrakhan said. The same shit. He everything oh, to everybody. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't follow behind Farrakhan, and you know, I, I, you know, I don't know much about too much of what Paul said. But I'm living in my days and time, and my time and space, and I am, I am. So that's it. You know, like I'm affiliated with a lot of different. Groups that accept me as a friend, and I just appreciate it. And, you know, I shine wherever I can. So, so are you a Mason? No, sir. Well, they uh, we know how to test them out. We're gonna send them over there to the Taliban. We're gonna see what see what they say about them. <laughs> he don't, he don't put his turban on. me. Hey, where's Alpha Mill? I heard he was in here. And you know where Alpha yeah, Mill is. I don't yeah, know those y'all talk all the time. Yeah, he's sitting back chilling. He in he in, he in, he in the line. He, he's lying over. He'll jump in when he, he, he get ready to jump in. You know, you know how Alpha Mill. He's, 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 he's that sniper. He's waiting on the right moment. He's cool, brother. Yeah, you know Alpha, that sniper. He he chill, but he he that sniper. He waiting on the right shot. So you just watch it. I was even saying about. You know how I won't even have, you know talk about what it you know how he chimed in about America taking that vote and vetoing that vote and everything. I want it, I want him to win that. I need I want to hear that that very that baritone voice go ahead and and, and bring it forward. That don't sound right, Justice. That ain't sound. Right. I want to hear that baritone voice. <laughs> Hey, I know you oh, okay. used to use well, him, but Michelle know, Obama. You know, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Michelle Obama, she, she's all right. She's all right. I'll tell you. Uh, she got I that like bird phone boy, too. No, nah, bro, no. Nah. No, nah, she's sweet. She said, she said to me, she said, you're not getting tired out there, are you? I said, no. I didn't know what you said. I was like, mm-hmm. And then she says, "We gonna need you for the for the uh, general election." And I was like, "Okay." She's like, "Okay." And so hmm. and we, we, she took my hand, and then they, the photographers took the picture, and um, I put my other hand around her hip. Right, and I'm like, "Wow, this is real close to like almost the behind most, you know, because you could feel it because she got." You know, she's kind of joke, so you're not like a man. And you're like y'all like the thing, but she she's. She's uh well put together, you know. She she's not fat, you, you know, get, all like that. You see her running around the White House. So. so you she's just a like the rapper Chingy. She's a sexy lady. She's a sexy lady. You you just like the rapper Chingy. 
You mother cheated. No, sir. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they were there for me. Huh? They called that. Hey. They, they said, <laughs> they said it's all right. Yeah. Oh, hey, brother, before we get too deep, I wanted to throw this in here, because I said I was going to play this on the show, and and this, I want us to check out something. Dave, you know, we did the show last night, brother, sisters who out there. Y'all didn't catch it last night, our YouTube channel. Um, I did a show, but they, we had already talked about this privately about, you know, our direction and how we fit into this thing, paradigm. Um, and so we did a show last night, did a show, we was talking about how we are not affiliated, uh, for Liberation Tabernacle of Yah. Now we're not affiliated with this so-called Hebrew Israelite movement. And said for the record though, we're not saying that Probably we're not Hebrew Israelites or whatnot or Israelites. We're saying we're not affiliated with this so-called movement. And we explain, I explained in that because of a lot of the, you know, the things that they're, um, the doctrine they espouse and a lot of other stuff, far as prim- primarily talking about this, this uh, what they call uh, the black liberation theology or this identity doctrine and we just saying hey man we we're not affiliated with that so we were to put that out because when people see our videos primarily on youtube and might think oh them some hebrew israelites or them some no hell no we ain't affiliated we don't teach none of that foods that they teach we don't subscribe to all of that racial now we do say y'all heard the evolution of us at one time we did i want to put that out there as well but I want to show y'all something. Is this, if y'all heard this, if y'all heard this and from somebody talking about, well, how could y'all follow? I'm going to play a song here. This is the intro of an Israelite group, well-known Israelite group, the intro of one of their shows. Now, they talk about we got to bring people to the, back to the law, statutes, and commandments of the Most High, and this, that, and other, and they claim to be the home of the truth. Y'all, if y'all ain't, you know, with us as Israelites, y'all ain't real Israelites and all of this. But, but y'all hold y'all ears, sisters, out there. But I, I want to play this because I got to play this to show y'all. This is not a real representation. And I see why a lot of people run from a lot of the things sometimes with, with so-called Israelites. And and don't want nothing to do with it, and it's a damn shame. But here, check this out, brothers and sisters. Check this out. Fuck wrong with you, boy. Yeah, I know this is 
my station. If you wanna get down, get down, put your boots on, start stepping. Brotherhood is a weapon. That's enough. That's enough, y'all. God damn, I can't take no more. Now I don't. I I I mean, I really can't tell y'all the difference damn near between your Gotti. Uh, I never listened to NBA Young Boys. I don't know what the hell he sound like, but just some people talking about NBA Young Boy and who all the other damn thug rappers are. That is the group called ISUPK, and that's some of their soldiers or whoever. I don't know the name of the guy who wrote that group did that song but that's a lot of their music is like that and y'all hear how he said his mate i mean what does he call him his uh his rib say he need to stay out of them streets bitch i'm grown excuse my language talking about this shooting glocks and this that and another and see how they talk black sisters my black sisters out there y'all see how they talk about y'all because they ain't talking to the latinos and the the Puerto Rican women like that. They talking about you black sisters out there because they talk bad about y'all. But you do, would y'all follow a group like that? Would y'all follow anybody who's trying to tell you a bit about the Bible? Would y'all want to follow a group like that when y'all hear that music like that? But that's 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 their radio show that comes on. That's how they come on playing like music like that. That's how they come on. And, and it was another one, but hell... All of them that talk about these B's, D's, H's. I mean, what's the difference between that right there? That's not. You are not. God, I don't even know how to start, y'all. This ain't. This is nowhere representing as y'all supposed to be saying. Representing the Most High. This is why we have to say here at Liberation Tabernacle, y'all. We ain't, and that's not them. Just only them. There's plenty more out there. But this is why we have to say here, we're not affiliated with that, man. We ain't got nothing to do with that so-called movement, not none whatsoever. That's why we have to say that. We have to put that on record. That's our disclaimer. We ain't got nothing to do with them. Not that movement. No, we ain't got nothing to do with that. Because we see a bigger picture with what this whole thing is about. We ain't got, no, we ain't with that. That's, that's, a, damn, that's a damn disgrace. They ain't number damn thugs that's just with the Bible in their hand. They ain't number damn gangsters <laughs> with Bible in their hand. Pretending. Just like you talk about oh damn, that's a good one. Just like the Orthodox Jews was talking about how the Zionists is hiding or pretending to be Jews. That's exactly what they are doing. That's exactly what they are doing. That's it. That's all he's doing. Pretenders. Perpetrating the fraud is an elder, one of the elders she was saying to, let me pull that comment out that she was saying when she was talking about my, uh, on the video. And she said something, man, about that. Uh, let me see. Damn, what did I do with that comment? Because she was saying, because she's, she's, she's trying to learn. But she was saying, as my brother uh, 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 Alpha Male was even saying, brought it, bringing it out. It's like it's confusing sometimes about this type of thing. You know, who's what, so-and-so. But as my sister was saying, uh, she made a comment. She was talking about, I feel like people are truly seeking y'all. Those camps are confusing people with the false doctrines in their teaching. They truly are. She said, oh, oh, wait, let me go back. Let me go back to the other part. She said, another thing, a lot of these camps are using the teaching about multiple wives is just a just to engage in lustful ways and control. Mm. 
Yeah. And like I told the sister, I said, yeah, they're right, sister. That just they try to use that polygamy and all of that stuff just so they can so-called legitimize having side pieces. That's all it is. That's just a legal way down there for them to try to justify having side pieces. That's it. That's it. That's all they're doing. But I would not follow y'all. That I might as well stay in the damn street. Stay out there in the street thugging myself. Listen to stuff like that. All they do is you see them on their videos, their classes. What are they sitting there doing, brother Day? They drinking cognac, vodka, all of that hard liquor, as they so-called teaching the Bible. But, brother Day, you know, I just thought about something. But let us cover our head, have our head covered while we reading the scriptures. You know, they'll tell us we're not supposed to have our head covered while we're reading the scriptures. But you sitting there drinking goddamn cognac, Jack Daniels, uh, all that hard liquor while you reading the scriptures. Bro, you telling me the Hebrew Israelites be drinking hard liquor and stuff? Bro, all you got to do is watch IGPK. Watch their videos. Watch their videos, hey. bro. Go ahead, Dave. Bro, I thought that they did anything. like. But no, ahead, no, sir. They'll tell you they don't smoke weed, but you sit there drinking... Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the dude's name? Uh, General, not not General Hanna. He do it, too. This is other than I can't think uh, of his name. No, nah, not him. General it's the Maya? other general. He's a real dog skin Ge- dude. Ge- I, 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 I can't. Yeah, that I, bruh, man, I don't, I don't like that dude. That his energy. Yeah, him. I got the best cognac, bro. I promise you, they be sitting there drinking big ass bottles. Justin, I'm gonna send you a picture of it. You gotta see, watch the video. I really would. I would think that they would frown on that. I mean, I, just me. Bro, they do I that while they, te- they on, on their video, while they talking, having their radio shows, and be reading the Bible, drinking this stuff, man. But they tell us we're not supposed to cover our heads. But anywhere you look anywhere in ancient pictures of the biblical Israelites or whatnot, and it's reading it, it's in the Bible as well, they have their head covered. But they tell you because they get that shit from Paul, though. We're not supposed to have our head covered. But you can sit there and drink this hard-ass liquor. Why are you doing that? You see what I'm saying? Ain't nothing like they used hey. to tell me. Ain't them ain't number thugs. That's what they used to always tell me. Man. Ain't them ain't number goddamn gangsters. But go ahead, Dave. Hey, uh, so that song you were playing, you know, you heard them talk about bitches and all that shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. about how Mashiach is the weapon and all that. Now, listen at this. Yes, sir. Something you was talking about earlier you brought up about them being with uh, 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 not really going against a lot of the women from other nations. See, this is the thing, and I've been saying this shit for the longest, and he, Moray, I've got to testify to this. These guys, these guys, like, real talk, they use the 12 tribe tribe just to bring in women from other nations. That's not those Puerto Ricans, Mexicans, Dominicans. And I'm going to tell you something. I have plenty of friends who are Spanish and and, and from uh, uh, Spanish countries and I know like you do. I know you do. I, I do. I do. Listen, no, shut the fuck up, Justice. Listen <laughs> at this. Because we know you Puerto Rican, too. 
So, uh, but anyway, so uh, they ain't, and I'm being serious with you, that's no way in the box. I, I can't find Puerto Rico and Ephraim nowhere. I can't. I can't find Cuba, it being Manassas. I, I've been I've been down this road. I can't find Haiti as Levi. You mean tell me if Haitian is Levi, that means Moses is Haitian. <laughs> I I can't find it nowhere. I can't. When we're looking at this twelve child part and they're saying Puerto Ricans and all these people and all that is 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 in the Petrora, uh, they are fucking misleading y'all. They want some Spanish pussy. I I'll just put it out there <laughs> like that. Yeah, that's yeah. all. I'm, I'm, that's all they want. They and, and I'm gonna tell you something here in Virginia in the last couple of months. Ever since they've been opening up the borders and all that for these people to come in here. I've been noticing I ain't seen nothing but brothers with Spanish women. Mm-mm. It used to be a time where I would see black men, black women, at least one or two cu- uh, 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 couples. I don't see that no more. So uh, I'm noticing that it's a trend that these brothers have knowledge of self doing this i'm being serious <laughs> have these brothers you talk some of these guys that just married to smash women they always in some kind of school of thought they always and you ask them why you're interracial married well they black they always justify this shit and i'm being serious they ain't nowhere in the torah there's there's no way there's no I, I'm, I'm just saying, they have an issue with accepting white people as it, as in as Jewish people. They have a problem accepting white Jewish people, but then they go accept Puerto Ricans, Mexicans, Dominicans, you know, and they could be literally fucking white from over there. If you let's look at it, Aria, the rapper Daddy Yankee. Charlie Sheen is Mexican. Daddy Yankee is Puerto Rican. You go look at the uh, reggae cone rapper Evie Queen. She's like a fake ass little Kim, and she—I don't know. She might be transgender. She looked like a nigga in a wig. Um, <laughs> but these are all—all all three of these people are Latino entertainers. They are white, but if you take them to the ISUPK, uh, any of these kind IUIC, they'll say they they Israelites just because they got a, a, a father from Puerto Rico, just because they got a father from Mexico, just because they got a father from uh, 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 Cuba somewhere. I'm gonna tell you something. There's white people over there, so. If, if 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 a white man, I know plenty of uh, 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 white people over here, same skin color. They will not accept them. 
but they will accept white people from other countries. That this is this has got to stop. This this these people ain't just because your father is from um, um, Puerto Rico. Just because your father from Mexico. Just because your father from don't don't mean that they got Israelites in them. And they and that's how they say, oh well, if your father Puerto Rican, you an Israelite. What the fuck? Really? 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 Well, well, how about this? John B. is a white man from America. I'm pretty sure John, the singer John B. got some uh, black in him because he sounds soulful. Can he be an Israelite? They'll say hell no. But they'll go take a white man from a Spanish country and claim him. See what I'm saying? It, it's, it's, it's terrible. But they'll cuss Eminem out. They'll cuss Eminem out. Oh, Eminem is trying to act like a black man. Well, it, well can we accept Eminem? Can we accept Tina Marie? See what I'm saying, Ariel? Are you still there? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They, they won't accept them, but they'll accept... Uh, uh, a white man, white person from another country. Something wrong with this. Mm-hmm. Something wrong with this. And but you know, and, and that's why I say, liberation tabernacle of y'all. We we don't we don't play that shit over here. I skew my link, but we don't play that because I'm gonna tell you something. If if a white Jewish man came to our tabernacle, Rabbi Tobias Singer. I'm not going to turn him away because he has probably more knowledge than uh, some of them niggas in them camps. You see what I'm saying? Rabbi told you singing and taught me and Maury Ariad more than Tazariad. Yeah, that right. shit. Yeah, they don't, you don't get nothing from them, bro. I'm just saying. These niggas, yeah. these niggas has got Eminem and a do-rag and a damn uh, Star <laughs> David. Oh, you're Israelite, daddy from Mexico. Well, yeah, okay, how about this? How about this, Dan? Screech from Saved by the Bell, he got an afro. He, uh, 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 he a Israelite. Just how about this? He a Israelite. Yeah, nah, not Screech. <laughs> <laughs> he got a little afro. He got some Israelite blood in him. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you want, you want. Yeah, I, I'm just saying he might got some Israelite blood in him. Shit, the damn painter. What is that painter back in the day that you said that afro? What is that that white dude with that afro? Yeah. Uh, uh, what, what, what was that? That Bob something. I forgot his name. But he used to have that afro, and he used to, Saint, uh, right? yeah. What was yeah, that white I, man with that afro? It was Bob something, but yeah, you're right. He had Bob, a big afro. He had an afro. He got Israelite blood on him. Yeah, he, he an Israelite. Yeah, well, his, his afro was red, though. It was like red and black. It wasn't like like a black drone. It was red. I don't know. He was well, he an Israelite. He is Israelite justice. <laughs> right. if, if, they accept, 
if 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 one West Camp to sell white boys from Mexico and white boys from Puerto Rico, then guess what? We can accept white boys from over here in 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 the camps. How about that? This all this is kind of confusing because back in the day they would say the Jewish people, the ones that walked around in New York with the big black hat, or I mean maybe a little kufi on or whatever they got in the black clothes they had on the black clothes, they would often say that they weren't white, that they were Jews and they didn't consider themselves as white people. So that's, you know, but I think that now that has changed. I think. Am I right? Somebody clear that up to me. Yeah, some of them still. Yeah, some of them still would kind of say that we Jewish. Yes, you know. Yeah, they kind of say, well, we Jewish, or would not. Yeah, and that's almost like their nationality. Oh, okay, I don't know him. Yeah, you know my mom, Justice Bob Ross. Yeah, Bob Bob Ross. Yeah, the dude used to paint. But then you remember, um, you remember Welcome Back Carter. Didn't he have an afro? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, this 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 shit is crazy. But like I said, man, we got we looking at it because what we're just trying to say is again, it's like a conflict of interest. It's like you're trying to tell people. Um, how they gotta live righteously and all of this, but we look at you, listen to that that music and like your actions, it don't line up, bro. It don't line up to what you're claiming to be promoting. It's like again, that's why we say they always talking about, and we're seeing. Okay, we're seeing what's happening in in our community, so called black communities, but all of your messages is about some about the goddamn white man. It's like Malcolm kind of said before, man, damn, we got to get ourselves straight. Worry about yourself. You try so busy trying to make the so-called white man change that what about your brothers them out here doing the shit they doing? What about them? You so concerned about what the white man, he's evil, he's wicked. Okay, well, what if he is then? So, okay, but what about that evil-ass black man their black brother did? That's, that's ready to blow your brains out and kill you and rob and stab. For a matter of fact, we bring this out. The Kansas City Parade, the Kansas City Chief Parade. There was a 23-year-old and an 18-year-old. It was a group of them that got the shooting and shit that was at that, at that, uh, that parade. Had people, you know, scattering everywhere. A lot of people got hurt. There was brothers doing that, that was involved in that. And that same day, there was somewhere in Atlanta, there was a, a shooting down in Atlanta that happened. Um, I seen somewhere else, my wife was saying it was a young brother that was somewhere. He just went into a place, excuse me, y'all. He went into a place and just opened fire. He just said, I just randomly just wanted to shoot, just shoot up some folks. He just randomly, what's the hell going on with, 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 with the black folks, now, especially these black teenagers? See, we should be be more concerned because that's what you're claiming to be here to liberate black people and get black people, y'all claim, back to the law, statute, and commandments, and all of this is what they're claiming. But your messages don't seem to have be re- be targeted towards so-called black community. Only thing you're doing is feeding them a lot of uh, um, emotionalism stuff that's talking about what somebody else did to you. Like I said, keeping you traumatized. We know what so-called white folks have done. 
We know that. God damn, we get it. We get it, y'all. Y'all been talking about shit for y'all been talking about this shit forever. It's plenty of y'all groups. Y'all talking about it. We understand that. We get it. God damn. But what can we do though to fix our condition? Brothers and sisters who out here sprung out on drugs, sisters out here prostituting and all type of shit, molesting children. What can we do to fix them? That's what we got to be concerned. That's for, for you to claim to be Israelites and you have the truth. What can you do to fix those black people then? Because that's what they claim. We're here to fix black people. How? By constantly telling them about the fucking clan is this, the skinhead is this. That ain't fixing them. Hell, they know that shit. They can figure that shit out on their own. But how is that fixing them? Only thing you're doing is you're getting a lot of people, like I said again, they keep people fixated on. It's like I tell you, I always keep telling y'all about that victim goddamn mentality. That's all they do. You can't. And, and I always keep showing y'all, telling y'all this shit here, brothers. Pay attention. They never them groups as well. That's why I say they are liberal. They fucking sales. They on the Democratic goddamn payroll. Because why you said it, Ariad? Because you will never hear them pointing out again, just like the just like the other black voters who vote for the Democratic Party. You will really never hear them point out the bullshit that goes on with the Democratic Party. That's actually the ones that's actually bringing all that that, that those plagues to the black community. You don't hear them talk about that. You you don't hear them pointing out the shit that we came in and talking about Joe Biden doing this, how he fucking up this. They would pull out a shit about Donald Trump this, Donald Trump that. He's a racist this. Instead of the people who's uh, and most of them probably living in democratic cities. Instead of pointing out the issues, what's going on with the people there, they've so-called leaders in the area. They won't do it. Why? It's like, it almost would be like Black Lives Matter talking against George Soros. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. Because they know that's who they get their paycheck from. Yeah, a lot of them getting their 501c3. Y'all know they get that goddamn money. That's why they ain't. They not. They not really gonna speak to the issues that's really gonna solve the problems of black people. They just like these goddamn politicians. That's all. They're just gonna feed you enough emotionalism to get you to keep on supporting them. Watch their video channels and probably get some of y'all to join their groups. That's it. And all you're gonna keep on getting fed is the white man is the white man. And I don't give a fuck about. It. Excuse my language. Y'all know when we getting flat footed tonight. We're getting a little bit too raw for me. I'm getting a little bit too raw. My bad, y'all. I don't give a goddamn about this so-called white man, the Chinese man, the, the green man, the hell, whoever, man. I don't give a damn about him. You know what? I'm so busy focused on basically me and my family. I don't give a fuck about what he's doing. Half of the time when you're thinking that he's going to try, you be, you'll be paranoid like a motherfucker. It's like almost thinking about the men in black coming to get you. You're so fucking paranoid. You just, oh, man, goddamn, I got Illuminati. Oh, God damn. I thought you're so paranoid. You would think every white person is out to fucking get you when sometimes they'll be trying to help you out. You're so fucking paranoid. That motherfucking devil. What are you trying to do? He's he trying to set me up. And, and, and But it'd be that Negro come around here and steal all your shit. See, that's how they, they have you victimized. Look, I ain't like Brother Dr. King said. Yeah, I judge a person by the content of their character. Because, like, as I said again, y'all, I said this all the time. I got to keep reiterating this. 
Elijah Muhammad had you so fixated on the goddamn the white man being the devil, but at the same time, Dave just said this other day on his video. As at the same time he telling you that the goddamn white man is the devil, he taking money from a Texas billionaire, H. L. Hunt. Why like you like you said, Dave, what'd you say, Dave? If he's the devil, why are you taking his damn money then? Why are you taking money for the devil? If he's the devil, huh? Because was, was not H.L. Hunt a devil? So why were you taking money from him? Well, I know Elijah, you did now. But why was he taking fucking money from him? Malcolm started exposing that as well. So again, a lot of them, they keep bullshitting y'all, man. Don't get caught up in their fucking game. Realize and learn this shit, man. It's like these, we talk about these black power groups. They talk all this black power with this. And like they ain't, I'm not advocating violence, but they ain't sprung on the Klan yet, y'all. They ain't hit one of the Klan members in the fucking jaw yet. They ain't caught uh, uh, David Duke and kicked his ass yet. They, you were just talking about uh, uh, the dude, what's his name? George Zimmerman. They ain't whooped his ass did damn thing yet. All they do is bullshit. But I tell you what, they'll kick me and Dave ass. They catch us out because we saying something about it. They'll whoop our ass. But they ain't going to do nothing to the goddamn ones who they claiming to be the damn devil. You know what they're going to say, though? They're going to do a Farrakhan on your ass. We're we just going to wait to Christ. Christ going to get them. Christ going to get them when he come back. That's what they're going to do. That's what they're going to do hey. like justice or else. That's what they're going to do. Hey. Yes, that shit you were just saying. I don't know if you remember some years ago when the uh, and I know I'm glad you you uh you mentioned something about we were talking about the uh white uh, uh how people say how the Jewish people are the best lawyers uh because they study Torah. Now I'll tell you how Malik Zulu Shabazz ain't win no fucking cases. Now, listen <laughs> at this. I'm glad you mentioned that about how they'll kick our ass before black organization will kick our ass before anybody else. Listen at this. And y'all can look this up. The man who founded the, the National Black Front, uh, who was one of the original members of the Black Panthers in New York, Aruba Ben Wahad. I don't know if any of y'all know who that is, but no, he was sir. one of the original. Uh, go look his name up, Aruba Ben Wahad. He was one of the original Panthers in New York with a Phoenician Corps, and he started the Liberation Army, I want to say it is. Mm. But he, okay, so. You know how a lot of the old Panthers, they don't agree with a lot of that shit that the new Black Panthers and all them uh, Crystal Muhammad's and uh, uh, all those people, they, they don't agree with none of that shit. That's right. So, so, so let's say this. Brother Daruba Ben-Wahad, he went to one of Malik Jewish Shabazz and Black Panthers some years ago. Uh, and he just wanted to question them about, you know, just some how different they were. You know, he was just like, you know, y'all talk all this black power shit, all this kill this, kill that, but y'all don't do shit. We were about breakfast programs, tutoring. We did this, we did that. And he was just comparing it with Malik. Zulu Shabazz, do you know Malik Zulu Shabazz 
had sent a group of Panthers. They held this guy down, whooped his ass. I'm talking blood, concussion. There's a video of this brother in the hospital. This brother was in his 70s, 80s. You know, this brother, you know, the Ruben Benoit, look him up. I, I don't know. I think he might have died last year. But, yeah, the Panthers, Malik Zushabak, you know how we were talking about how these groups are ran by thugs? Yes, yeah, sir. they whooped the old 70-year-old man's ass. He, he, wanted, he just was just like, you know, just what to say. Yeah, he was just saying, look, y'all don't do like we did back in the day. They whooped his ass. I think yeah, I remember that now. Well, yeah, whooped his ass. Brother ain't do nothing but just was like, yo, what, why don't y'all do like we did back in the day? Why y'all just out here spewing rhetoric and bullshit that y'all don't do? That shook his ass. And this is our elder. He won't, he won't, all he was just like, yo, why don't y'all do what we did? Y'all really about that life. They, they took Malik, Malik Zuspot. Go get Waha. Go get that nigga. Had brothers whooped his ass. Malik and them held the nigga down, whooped his ass. The brother had had the little wrap around his head. They gave the brother a concussion. The brother had two blood clots coming out of his head. Yeah. I remember. I think yeah. I remember that now you're talking about it. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. These niggas, and what you were just saying, how, how they'll whoop our ass, they sure would. They sure would. These, these is, I'm going to tell you some black people are the fucking devil, man. <laughs> I, I, I know we say, yeah, I know they say the white men devil, but no, black black men are devil. Black people are devil. I, I know y'all going to give me all kinds of Jesse Lee Peterson type uh 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 memes and all that shit. Not just y'all gonna me. call me probably Yeah, y'all gonna call me Uncle Russell's but goddamn I'm I'm just saying black people are <laughs> with black people might be our enemies. White mm-hmm. white people ain't our enemies. It, it it's these things, man. Y'all got these are your real enemies. Y'all, these these people won't do shit. Like you were saying, they won't do shit to no clan. George Floyd, when George Floyd got killed, let me tell you something, them niggas did protests, they did all this shit, they ain't kicking out, they ain't going to none of them police, they ain't going to Derek Shaver, they ain't with Derek Shaver's ass. They, <laughs> Eric Garner got choked hold. They, they, they ain't do nothing to that man that did that shit to him. Nothing. Nothing. But they got Malcolm though. They got Khalid. Hmm. <laughs> they they got they 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 got uh uh what is that one brother's name? Uh they made that, that movie about him a couple of months ago, uh 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 about a year or two ago. That he was a Panther back in the sixties. What is his damn name? Uh That's they made a movie about Fred, Fred Hampton. Yeah, they got Fred Hampton. But they ain't trying to get nobody else in. Huh? Mm. <laughs> they ain't trying to get these Arabs that lock your ass in the stove. Shit. Hey, 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 Aria, I'm going to put something out there now. 
there's two different Malik Zulu Shabazz's, right? There's a brother in Detroit named Malik Shabazz, and he was, uh, ran the Panthers in Detroit. Not the attorney Malik, but the other Malik. Kind of big, so kind of big brother, it, big old muscle. Well, not muscle, but big old dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking now, about. I'm gonna tell you something. About two years ago, cause now there was this black disabled boy winning an Arab stole and the Arab accusers boy stealing. The Arab locked this little disabled boy up in the stove, whooped his ass or whatever. They called police lock the boy up. Do you know this Malik Shabazz motherfucker went with his fat ass took four pet five panther nigga, four big motherfuckers with him. Cussed the Arab out. They ain't hurt the Arab not one bit. Not one bit. They sitting up there, why did you do this to the brother? Alright, what the fuck? You y'all y'all took all this shit. Y'all ain't whooping no ass. <laughs> they they ain't whooping not one ass. Not one that they they ain't lay a thing on the air. The air was talking all kinds of shit to him. And they was a bit pleased with the motherfucker. And you know what they uh, right and right, Sherlock, you know why too? You know they ain't gonna why they you know you, you know they not gonna do shit? Because they sitting there filming this shit. That's how you know they ain't gonna do shit. It just it's just some shit to uh, promote and post on social media. Because if you were going to whoop, whoop his ass, you wouldn't be filming the motherfucker because you don't want no evidence. The only evidence he might have his own goddamn camera, that surveillance camera in the store. But you're not going to be filming the motherfucking shit yourself because you finna tear his ass up. Yeah. That's how you know they bullshitting. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? And the Hebrew Israelites do the same shit. Sit up there, stand on the corner, cuss white people out there ain't doing nothing. Like one hand on the motherfucker, they got all this hatred and it's for white people. They don't do that. They don't do that. That's that's why I said I'm 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 done with that black shit. I'm done with it. I'm done yeah. with it. It's it's, it's this, this black power shit. It's, it's got to go. And justice, I know you love Al Sharpton, but that that nigga got can go to hell. No, no, not Al Sharpton, Jay. Not Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton might want to take his ass back under the hair dry, but ain't <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody got time for that, nigga. He might just go ahead and get Stacey Adams shined up. And be a damn good-looking nigga, because that's what all he's doing in front of the camera is, 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 is smiling and trying to look good for shit. And that nigga ain't shit. He was the he was the original big perm. Now he lit worm now. Let's get ass. Yeah. That lit worm. Yeah, <laughs> he got the same hell do Michelle Obama got justice. That's why you like the nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Come on, man. man. Like, and Michael Jackson. The man said he... 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 
That nigga got his hair like Michael Jackson and uh, Michelle Obama. They got the same damn hairstyle. Uh, Well, maybe now, but he used to wear his hair like James Brown. So he might be wearing it slicked back a little more, you know, some of what you say, but uh, he's all right. But, you know, I I, I hear what you were saying, though. it seems that in our people, there tends to be people who rebel more than the majority of us. So if we ever had that, and it was from a tribe where you, you know, there's information known about the person that be wicked, and that he may have been of our particular persuasion or even race or genotype. So I'm just saying, if someone was to take on that and then their offsprings to be on the planet as well, and they have that certain rebellious spirit to them, could that have come back from all the way from Nimrod's times and, you know, what they said about Nimrod and how he was and maybe his offspring and the people who, you know, was in their division or wherever it was, they just maybe went across the whole world, you know, uh, confusing things and causing havoc and um, bringing forth like a hell state on, you know, on the planet versus what maybe previously was in place before anybody decided to do something that was different than the rest of the wise scientists you know, maybe have agreed that, you know, wouldn't be a, be a good idea to do. And so what can you say about that, you know, either of you brothers? Well, I don't know too much about the Nimrod. I mean, where you going with the Nimrod? I just, I just say what, all what we're saying here, here's, here's the, in a nutshell what we're saying. It seems like we're bashing black people. No, it's not what we're doing. Hell, we ain't no goddamn like They said we said they call us cool. What we're just trying to do is make you realize. It's like the people you thought, like when people might have been saying that about Dr. King, them calling them coons and all that back in the day, but they were getting things done, trying to get things done, basically on a politically. But you had people running around here. I'm black and I'm proud. What were that? What were they actually getting done? What? What? Okay. What do we see that they acted? See, what we gotta see is what tangibles that that we that that benefited our people. What tangible, what legislation that was passed or whatever um, that was put out behind a lot of those type of things. That's what we're looking for. That's what we're looking at. So a lot of the people that, you know, the Dr. Kings and a lot of other people, they were getting things done to actually benefit the people. They just, they didn't holler black, I'm proud and I'm all this shit and running, marching around with guns and shit. And, you know, that, that shit looked good. But what are you really going to get them done for the people that's at the end of the day? That's what's, what's going to count. Um, that just show and tell. That just show show off shit because nothing got done. You know, in hindsight, you know, we always like to go in hindsight. And the only thing I would say is that maybe equality or equal rights would have been probably the thing to go for and maybe voting rights as well. Um, but, 
but not integration. So I would say, yeah, go for the other yeah. things, but yeah, not integrate. Yeah, a lot of people said yeah. integration, you know, was, you know, was a bad thing. I'm not, but 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 the thing it is, even with that though, black people the one chose to give up their shit. Even though you you integrated, a lot of people we chose to give up their shit because, like they said, man, you thought that like people say you think the white ice is colder than the black ice. You you chose to give that up, you know. So it wasn't you just just so there's a lot of factors that goes into that though. Um, it's it's like again, I'm gonna tell y'all something. Man. It's like when I got into how I even got into me even got into business management. And, and they'll tell you, like, sometimes we even hate on ourselves. It was, I got into, it was, white dude got me into it. I started off, like, as a temporary service at a damn place. And the white manager asked me, and I was like, I started off, like, when it was a car wash one time. I was at a temporary. Man asked me, he said, man, you, you, you know the detail cars and all that? I'm like, nah, I don't know nothing about detailing cars. He said, good, i show you everything I know. Man, white dude took me up on his wing, showed me everything. The guy who was there, he was permanent. He was in all he wanted to do. He was sitting on a job drinking beer and all that bullshit. White dude showed me I'm pinstriping cars. I'm not learning all this shit. And up, man, I became a goddamn uh, 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 a detail, a manager of the detail shop. Hell, I wasn't even hired on permanent yet, making more money and everything. But then he finally hired me and got me hired in. And uh, then I went to another place. The guy that, that was, he was the manager. White dude was the general manager. He's like, hey, look. So when he left, he told me if he didn't go somewhere else to another place, I want you to come over there with me, my sister manager over there. I said, all right, cool. He said, I said, but go ahead and go on over. You get established over there, and I'm going to come over there once you get established. So when he left, they made me the general manager at the place we was at. So so when he left, I went on. I stayed about a month. Then I left and came on over there. You know what I'm saying? But I did at the time. I had a badass record. I had a badass background. But he spoke up for me, got me in over there and everything, man, and, you know, started making money over there. But anyway, so when I got over there, it was a young brother at the job where I was at. Had been there like five years. Like, he was he was really hating on me and shit. Like, I was like, then one day we I asked him to go do something. He wouldn't want to do it. Yeah, that attitude. And I'm like, find out, though, he got a little attitude because I came over there and got the system manager job. But I, like I told him, hey, bro, this motherfucking position was open before it was already open. If you wanted the job, bro, you should apply for it. Now that I come over here as a brother and I get the job, bro, don't have no attitude with me and shit, bro. You had a chance to get this job before I got over here. Don't get mad because the opportunity, I got it now. See, that's the type of shit. But again, even what I'm saying, I wouldn't have got been able to get into, I got into the management field for white bros, pull, pull me up. And taught me this shit. To, and you're like, man, they just putting you just like over plantation. That's what somebody think. But this shit here was providing for my family. Like I said, I started off as a fucking temporary, breaking temporary. I think, I don't know what, I don't even know if it was 725 at that time. But I started, brought me up so I can provide for my family, had a better way for my family. You know what I'm saying? It got to the point where I was making money, had started my own detail service and all that shit. But then I just, I took that management just from there and I moved to different forms of different management and stuff. I learned a lot of management skills. I used to do home-based business and all that, but it taught me how to actually, for me practicing on SoCal, as people say, the white man job, I can practice with his shit, but it teaches me how to, and management, how to operate my own now. 
Because I'm practicing with heels. Now I know how to operate my own once I, I had got my own. So I was, you know, so it gave me an opportunity. And even I said a white dude that owned the car wash, he got me on one day. Like I told y'all, I said this several times. He was telling me another brother got killed. He was a manager. He got killed. So they had the owner pay for his funeral, and they had a funeral procession going around to all the different car washes. So we were standing out there, and the owner told me, he's like, he said, Frank, before you leave, um, before you leave this planet, he said, you, you should, he said, no, he said, before you leave this planet, you, you want to make a, a positive impact on your community in which you live. That's what he taught me and told me before you leave this planet, you should try to make a positive impact on your community in which you live. So goddamn so-called white boy told me that. So he's like, so like I said, when, and, and this now, y'all check this out though. This is in my motherfucking militant days. This is in my days. I'm I'm still Nawabian, but I'm still like the white man, the devil shit. But all these fucking white pulling me up. They just said pulling me up by my bootstraps, putting me in positions so I can better provide for my family. So I learned now I got these skills and these mindsets of knowing how to handle business because somebody did. But along the way, though, I got brothers hating on me because of this. Hating on me and, and getting mad because of this. So, you know, that's what we're trying to say. Listen, man, sometimes y'all got to, man, I be like, man, F y'all with that bullshit, man. You know, listen, dog, I'm trying to help my family. And then, like I said, at the same time, make a positive impact on my community. But you motherfuckers hating when you had the opportunity to do this. But you sit around, you bullshitting. And take, man, come on, come on, y'all, take, get, take advantage of these opportunities because you see what's happening now with these Hispanics coming in. There's a lot of we hating on that, but they taking advantage of an opportunity. I ain't really mad at them because they coming in. They taking a mad advantage of opportunities. Everywhere y'all seen now in Memphis, they got taco, taco. Well, I don't know what they call them, taco reels or taco trucks and shit like that everywhere now. Why are you seeing a lot of black folks don't want to fucking basically want to get out and work? Won't do shit no more. Sit around and smoke motherfucking weed all goddamn day. Yeah, I said it. Smoking weed and all that bullshit and complaining all fucking day long. See, that's that's a lot of this shit is our problem. It's our fault. We're giving up shit. And then you complaining when somebody else is coming, taking advantage of an opportunity when the opportunity has already been there for you. Sometimes it ain't easy. It's the opportunities ain't going to be easy for you. Anybody just going to hand it out to you. Yes, you're going to have some struggles. Yes, you might go through some uh, discrimination, racism shit. But still, you got to keep fighting. And how is it that I got to keep saying, man, how is it that our ancestors doing the hard, the real hard time of slavery, uh, Jim Crow, and all of this shit, that they achieve some things, brothers and sisters. They achieve, like, we talk, like I said, we always talk about Black Wall Street. How did they achieve these things for themselves in the heart of racism when we got them and got all the opportunities today? Ain't nobody really messing with you like that. And but you sitting around, he ain't got shit. Like they say, a one of the a, a pot to piss in and a one of the throw out of it. You got half of these folks don't want to sit around. They waiting on the government to take care of. The government said they gonna give you an extra food stamp. Fuck that girl. I ain't working. I'm gonna get these motherfucking checks. I'm gonna have me an extra baby so I can get an extra five hundred dollars a month from the government. The daddy Democrats are going to take care of me. But then when they cut your shit off, 
it's like I seen somewhere in, in some housing they are they are giving people um vouchers and they kicking them out. They tell them y'all gotta get the hell out of here. And now they crying like, well, they shut down our apartments. They bringing in all the immigrants. Well, you wouldn't have to worry about that. You laying off and thinking the government going to take care of you. So, yeah, when you let the government take care of you like that, they can tell you to get the F out any goddamn time you want to. You can't bite the hand that feeds you, can you? See, that's what you laying around, letting them take care of you. Dependent. you being dependent. It's like a child. You're depending on your mom and daddy because you can't do for yourself. When you're young, till you, uh, you're too young. So you just got to depend on them. So y'all depending, you grown-ass folk depending on the government to give you shit. Y'all like it when them motherfuckers like in Chicago, I mean, California. We're going to pay the residents $2,000 a month or $5,000 a month just to stay at home and don't work. Like, damn, for real? Fuck working. I'm going to get this goddamn money from the government. Then you never know. That's a, that's a trick one of these motherfucking days. The government going to tell you what to do. It's just like the welfare system. Okay, yeah, we'll give you all this money. But, oh, oh, wait, wait. You can't have no husband in the home. What? I can't have no husband? No, no. I know you You, you got four, four or five babies by dude. He can't stay here. You got to get the fuck out of here. You want this money, don't you? Yeah, yeah, but he got to get the fuck out of here. We come over here and do a ha- a well a, a check on your house. We better not catch no tennis shoes in this motherfucker. Y'all remember how they had that going around checking? They be looking to see in the men tennis shoes. Hey, oh, oh, wait a minute. Where them shoes come from? What, what, what? Them? That's my baby daddy's shoes. Where he at? I'm checking the closets <laughs> and shit, making sure ain't no dude in the house. We're gonna put your ass out. We catch a dude up in this house. Oh, All that old man. shit. See, that's what, brothers and sisters, we got to do better than this shit. And but you get mad when somebody else jumped the fence, and now they take advantage of opportunities. I ain't mad. I, I mean, I ain't mad at nobody who want to have a better way of life. I just hate the way that these <laughs> crazy-ass Democrats, the way they doing it, though. That's the point I'm, that I'm talking about that I have a problem with, not the people themselves. It's, it's sad that the shit they got to go through. Even they being crammed up in these damn shelters, that's 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 damn. That's that's pitiful. I like my little privacy, y'all, but that's some pitiful shit. I've been in jail. I already know how that shit is. You crammed in a goddamn dorm. I was one time in jail with when we was in a dorm, two hundred some goddamn, two hundred and fifty some people in one big ass dorm. And I can imagine how these people are. Hundreds upon hundreds of people, man, in these places. No privacy. But this is what they're willing to do because they're thinking they're going to come to America, have a better way of life, and not knowing that somebody's just using them as a pawn in the goddamn game. But for them, it's better than where they come from. Being in some of those shelters to them is better than where the hell they came from. It's a sad thing, brothers and sisters, what we're seeing. The sad things, the state affairs, what we're seeing. That's why we're seeing a lot of civil unrest all over the world. France, they're cutting up in France, and there was another place where the farmer's been cutting up. I forgot what is that. It, it, it's just, but black, so-called black Americans, black boy, whatever you want to call yourself, we got to damn do better for sure, man. There's no goddamn way our ancestors who came up deep out of slavery was damn near doing better than some of our people doing. And we supposed to be fucking free. 
they looking probably if they whatever they you know how they go in the ethering world the heavens as they say well they looking at us like man what the hell are y'all doing down there can I can, hey uh, can I go back down there and show them what the hell to do like they said Abraham and I just go back down there and show them what to do let me show them how to do this here no you can't go back down there you had your chance no just let them do what they do they well, see, it's different times now if they did come back. They'd be up against all kinds of things. They'd be what, like, what they gonna be okay, up against, Justin? Ain't no fucking slavery like that. What they gonna be up against? We no, ain't, they, we ain't slaves no more. They was up against slavery, Justin. Madam C.J. Walker then was up against some real bullshit. We ain't up against that. So what? What would they yeah, be up but, against? That we? That we? That we got? What? What would they be up against? What's they, that? They, they fought. They fought the fight that they had to fight in the time they lived. Now. If they if they came back now, the fight would be different, and it would be it, it would probably be something that would be overwhelming to them, like say the LBGT thing and the trans people reading um, stories to our children, you know. And, and homosexual was been around. That ain't nothing new. Homosexual was back then. Shit, they had the homosexual slave masters, so LGBT been around back then. So I mean, that ain't nothing new. Yeah, we just but, see it out know, on television and shit yeah. being promoted and pushed. Hell, they yeah, like our you young man, white man, you had all that shit in Rome every day and Greece all day long. So you know that's nothing new. That's what I'm saying. Like, but the fight is like the, the boys is feminized. A lot of these girls now are acting like boys, and the boys acting like girls. I mean, don't you think that would be like the, a fight for for some of these people? You know, back in the day, if they was to be able to come back. That ain't shit. When, that ain't shit compared to when you being strapped down and get your ass beat with bull whips and you got to stand out in this hot ass field all day picking cotton. That's just a sexual. Uh, like I said, that was already going on. That's just a sexual perversion thing. But when you got to sit your ass out there and you got to pick cotton all day long and well, they got pick cotton, chop cotton, right. whatever they call well, about, it, and then get your ass that. beat if you don't get that barrel of, of, of cotton that you supposed to get. And then all of that shit that they went through and how their lifestyle they live. Come on, bro. This ain't shit we going through. I mean, yeah, that's right. That, that's comparable to what Leopold did in, in, in Belgium, you know, the Belgian king of the yeah. Belgian Muslim people with the Congo and not having enough rubber at the end of the day and they chopped their arm off over there and stuff like that. So bro, we got heaven on earth right now. We could tell white folk, fuck you. And white folks would move the fuck out the way. Damn, that nigga cussed me out. Excuse my language, but him motherfucker cussed me out. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, like, okay, even with the music industry today and how even after if someone lived back in the day and then they passed on and their music was pretty wholesome, it was pretty cool, and it didn't disturb you and everything or upset your spirit or make you feel appalled by what you're hearing, and so now, if they were to come back and hear some of the music, they would have to have a fight to try to stop this kind of music from being played or people from even making this type of music or even calling it music at all and trying to uh, shut it down, you know, to stop it altogether from being, um, being from, uh, you know, blasted in our ears or, you know, our children are hearing all these negative messages. And so it seems like, you know, the kind of fight that we're not even having ourselves here right now, 
I'm asking some people that's dead to come back and fight for us to do some of the things that we could do, which would be to stand up to the music industry or these radio stations who actually play vulgar music and things that aren't good for our children to hear, and they hear it all the time and every day, and, and it seems that it dumbs them down and then makes them not want to apply their mind towards higher learning. It seems like they get stuck in in some way of a, a street mentality instead of trying to achieve a higher intelligence. So that's my, you know, my, my well, biggest some, thing about well, something music. like that, brother. If if we did, that would be petty to a Harriet Tugman. That would be petty to a Nat Turner. Uh, then my VC, you know, those freedom fighters, that, that would be petty to them. They let music and what they playing on the radio compared, like I said, compared to the Jim Crow. Um, boy, you bet, boy, you looking at me, you staring at me, boy. You know, all that shit that they went through. Nigger, get on the back of the damn bus. You know, all of these type of things that, that, that our people went through. You know, that's petty. That's that that shit there with me. Well, that could be easily solved. Tell Nick Rose to stop rapping that bullshit. You have a choice. Back then, they would beat your ass if you didn't do such and such. So we talk about now. That's why I said on the video, the tab video, a lot of these things are because you desired. Like, we talk about somebody selling out. Now, if I can see if they had... They tell some of these rappers, hey, man, you better rap about the, the killing and the murdering and this, that, and other. Or we're going to main uh, hold your whole fa- family hostage. We got your whole family hostage. We're going to kill all of them. If you don't rap this here, you don't do this. They're not doing that. These dudes want to do this because they what they want. What? They want the fame. They want to be on uh, BET Music Awards. They want to be on, hell, Soul Train Awards. They like they want this they want this lifestyle that they figure this is this is it I like this shit they want the money they want it this their desire you can easily turn the shit down like man fuck this like I said again on that video when Dave Chappelle what did Dave Chappelle say man damn that fucking money I'm gone I'm out of here you 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 could you have the choice is it by force or is it by choice. If I if I have the choice, our ancestors didn't have a fucking choice. They were forced. That's different. You have a choice now. And a lot of people, they choosing to do this. You This is your will. That's why they say, you like in the Bible, they talk about you having free will. You have a free will. And a lot of people, that's in their free will. When I was out here doing the dirt, bro, that was my choice. I chose to do the shit I did. Didn't nobody make me do that shit I was doing. I did it on my own. And, I, and just as I... I had a free will to do the ignorant shit I did. I had a free will to change it and stop it. Did nobody make me stop it. I decided to stop it because I see it, is, it was wrong what I was doing. Not only I was hurting myself, I hurt my mother, my family. Like it's like the white folks told. Well, it wasn't no white folk told me. It was a goddamn black folk when I went to the parole board. My mother was sitting there. The folks told me you were a violent. You are a threat to society. And I'm like, damn, who the fuck they talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I said, yeah, you're violent. Mm-hmm. You're a threat to society. This, that, and other. And they turned me down at the parole board. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn. So I figured, I'm like sitting down there and I'm like, hey, man. And seeing my mother cry 
after, you know, it's always seeing her baby, which I'm 20 some years old, but that's still baby. Them telling her baby, her child, who she nourished, she, she carried in the womb and talking about her, her baby is violent, who's a threat to society, like she's talking about a, a damn monster or something. That hurt. And I realized then, like I said, damn, bro, you got to stop this bull crap. You got to stop this, man. So I, ch- I chose to change, to change that shit. So, again, you can't, we can, cannot continue to keep blaming other people. There's some, you know, there is some blame sometime. But we really have to stop and stop blaming other folks when you have the ability to change, do shit for your own, to stop doing what you're doing. You, you can't blame nobody for you smoking crack. You can't blame nobody for you taking fentanyl and, and, and shooting up heroin. You chose to do that shit. You chose to do that. Whatever it is, you you, you chose to do it. You you didn't have to. You know, I I tried snorting cocaine once. Thank God I didn't. That shit then I didn't feel nothing, boy. So I'm glad. But I chose to do that. I seen other people doing. I like man. Let me try this shit, man. That shit look like fun. But that was my stupid ass chose to do that. Then nobody, man, ain't gonna take that shit, bro. Put a gun at me and force me to do none of that shit. No, I chose. That was my choice to try to experiment. And like I said, I thank the Most High. Ooh, I'm like, man, I don't feel nothing, and I'm glad I didn't. Cause you know, might have to know what the hell I was doing, but I'm glad I didn't. I think I'm thankful that I didn't know what I was doing and didn't feel nothing. So, but anyway. A lot of these things are our choices, but it's our, we can't keep blaming everybody else. There's some, there's some blame. That, like I said again, there's some blame to go around on certain things, but everything, no. No. Like I said, because I keep looking back on the past. It's like, how did the hell did they do it? What the fuck wrong? Excuse my language, y'all, but what the hell wrong with us today, man? God damn. We got dudes, lazy-ass people. I be sometimes even work with La- lazy as a mother. Like, you just ain't got no fucking reason. Here I'm laying, I'm I'm 54 years old. My mother, my feet hurting and all kind of shit. I got to go see doctor, foot specialist. I'm waiting on that shit now. All type of, so I got folks in their 20s. Lazy as a motherfucker, man. I'm up here damn near hopping and all kind of shit going on. Arthritis, all type. Knee lazy-ass dudes. Ain't no excuse. Ain't no excuse. And I got the way that this, all this hurting and shit I got for busting my ass trying to work so I can provide for my family. Not wanting them to struggle. Ain't no fucking excuses. What's wrong with these people today? What's wrong, man? It's a mentality. It's a mentality. A lot of them, you think, you know, some like, like I said, you think somebody going to take care of you. Somebody owe you something. You ask somebody to do something, it always got to be some back. No, man. Well, you like like some guy. Hey, man. Like sometimes my supervisor, he be asking people to go help. Man, ain't gonna nobody help me, man. Ain't nobody gonna help me. God damn, go help the person out, man. God damn, come on. The reason you don't get no motherfucking help because you don't like to help nobody else. That's why they. That's, right. that's why. But that's they all right. like, well, ain't nobody ain't going to help nobody. Okay, but then as soon as you break <laughs> down. Your motherfucker, hey man, could we get some help? No, remember, you didn't want to help nobody, right? Ain't you the person that always said, I ain't helping nobody? So, okay. 
Help your motherfucking self. That's that's it. But I'm I'm just I'm, I've learned. It's just personally, y'all. This is me. I'm not. I'm, I ain't got nobody. To, I'm my own obstacle. I'm my own obstacle. I've learned that that was that's my method I use in my life. I'm my own goddamn obstacle. If I don't get it, it's because of me. I ain't trying. It like I said, it might be some 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 somebody might try to throw a list some out there. But it most of it, it's gonna be sometime. Maybe I ain't trying. Maybe I'm not trying. You know what I'm saying? That that's it. It took me a long time to get some of these spots to place in my life where I'm at right now. You know, because it took a lot of learning. But I had to stop playing this goddamn blame game, man. And that's why I teach my son. I don't, I don't make, I don't do excuses, dog. I said, dog, y'all, my bad, y'all. I don't do excuses. I don't do them goddamn excuses. And I, I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear no fucking excuses because until you try, if you ain't tried, I don't want to hear. It. I don't want to hear that shit. I do not want to hear it. I don't want to hear no fucking complaining. I want to hear that if you ain't tried to do it, you ain't tried to figure this shit out. I don't want to hear it. That's just me. That's how I roll. That's how I roll. That's how I get out. But, you know, like I said, we got a lot of stuff to bring work out, brothers. We got a lot of shit to work out. And if black folks would sometime, man, stop learning the fucking hard way. It, come on, brothers and sisters. Now you getting pushed way to the goddamn back now. Because, you know, these Hispanic coming on in, they're they, they going to put them in there, like they said, to, to replace your ass. When you didn't want to work, you didn't want to do this, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, they don't got a spot for their ass. They got a spot to replace your ass with. I mean, it is what it is. Now, and we talk about, now, how is it now? That's funny. It is we talk about, man, job opportunities. How the fuck, like I said, these folks just jumped the fence, and I'm saying it like that, y'all, this not trying to be disrespectful, but they jumped the fence. And next thing you know, they got a goddamn like a little or truck and some some kind of business they got now. They just jumped the fence. You've been here. So we talking, man, ain't no more black stole, the mom and pops then. Well, what happened? What happened? What's what's going on? How come we ain't? I mean, I see tie shops and shit here where black folk on fucking tie shops and hot wing shops. I mean, you mean to tell me now we can't we can't buy grocery stores no more? How can we get all these other businesses? That's that's funny though. They say what is the thing is feed, clothes, and shelter yourself, but we ain't feeding ourselves. How we don't see no black grocery stores, but we see every other store, clothing store, tie shops, uh, all kind of shit, nail shop. Well, I don't know about nail shop, beauty shops. We see everything but black owned grocery stores. That's now that's puzzling. I just thought about that. How in the hell we ain't got no black owned grocery stores no more? But we got, we can own every damn thing else but a grocery store where you don't feed yourself. Somebody yeah, one anybody Philly. answer that one, please. What did you say, John? It's the guy who it's the guy in Philly who just uh opened up a grocery store and um he he was like thirty years old when he opened it. That was like a couple years ago. And um, yeah, it, you know he he's a millionaire too. So uh, I think we should just have more black-owned grocery stores. That's basically all I gotta say on that one. I mean, I mean, I'm trying to figure out why we don't have them. 
You see what I mean? We got every other stores out here. Why not black grocery stores? Don't nobody think we got to eat? They they got, they, you know, in Philly, I think there are others than this just one I was just mentioning because they're right in the community and this one called Cousins. Now, I'm not sure if they're Puerto Ricans who own Cousins or if they're black, but most of the times when I go in a place like that, it seems like the people who run it are Puerto Rican. So mm. not sure who really owns that, but I believe it's possibly yeah, maybe a few other black-owned grocery stores, but usually in different states, you're very rare to find even one black-owned grocery store. Now, you see yep. more black-owned McDonald's than you see in a black-owned grocery store anywhere, you know? And and those are franchise. And they That's don't really own them. Or they just franchise. You got to buy their fucking own. supplies, so you really don't own that. Because <laughs> that's mm. their brand. You just invested well, in it's, it. It's ran by blacks. I guess that's the only thing you can say that way. It's ran by black people. That's, that's it. But like I said, still, it's really not yours. It's McDonald's. Because all their products, mm. you got to buy from them. You just basically investing in their products. You make a little change. The original but... owner of uh, Popeye's Chicken, isn't that a black woman? I, I'm not, I ain't familiar with that one, but that's just something mm-hmm. that I've just thought about is sitting here. I, I just, cause they used to have some here in Memphis. They all, they gone. Black grocery stores. It was one major one used to be here called Chisholm Trail. Chisholm Trail. It was a major family, big known family here in politics. They was in politics and a lot of stuff called Chisholm Trail. There's all of them gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got Kroger's, and then when they shut down a couple of Kroger's here, black folk cried. They had, boy, they had Jesse Jackson. Everything came down here. They taking his food, they taking his closing the stores in the black community. We don't have nowhere to shop. But like, but but Thaddeus Matthews, I give him credit. Thaddeus was talking about this, and he was bringing this up. All these damn churches. He was talking about like in a in a community where well. The Kroger's closed. He said, why don't all you churches get together and purchase y'all a grocery store? Go ahead, you know, in together and purchase your grocery store. They got some churches that bought some apartments, but then they were slumlords at the same time. <laughs> so, damn, I don't know how the damn grocery stores would have worked. But that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. You bring all this damn money, you talk about building funds and all of this stuff, and it's in the community. You, couldn't y'all do a joint business venture together? But I forgot shit. Y'all can't even go to church together. Y'all can't even come up with a commonality to go to church. But still, again, all of y'all go to gotta gotta eat though. They can invest, and that way the churches that make a little money at the same time. They won't put so much stress on the parishioners, but they can all have a business. Is 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 all invested in the community? Now, that is mm-hmm. did bring yeah. that up, but no, that wasn't good enough. They had to bring Jesse Jackson down here and that bullshit he was talking. But what is it, just? I, I just did a little short research on uh, black-owned uh, grocery stores, and according to the research, there's fewer than 10 black-owned supermarkets across the entire country. Damn. Damn. Now, and, and my neighborhood, what'd you say? I said, peace, brothers, what's happening, what's happening? Oh, peace, peace, peace. 
I told you he'd come Peace in. Now, man man don't come in. You, you, know, you got to find the right topic that he'd come in. Okay, he probably know something about something. He's about to say it now. Yes, sir. <laughs> What's up, Alpha um, Mayor? What's up, What's man? going on, bro? Peace, peace to the brother. Peace to the brother. Yes, sir. Long, slow. Peace, peace, brother. Yeah. When you got the flow out, we got to hear that. We got to hear you. Well, I, don't want, I can't say yeah. what Justice said, but yeah, we got to hear your input. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, in this little, uh, well, it used to be a little small town I live in. I talk to the grocery store owners, and they say the only way to survive is through a franchise because privately owned, they can't afford to offset the theft. They say they have more fees than they do customers. Damn. Yeah. yeah that's cold. So, so now our grocery stores only have one way in, one way out. You know, so that, you you know, that if, if you don't have that powerful money behind you, you'd never survive. Mm. And that's what the reason, one of the reasons they said Kroger's were closed and they were losing so much money. They said the, the customers were stealing, the damn uh, security guards, the employees, it was stealing so much. They closed two oh, of them yeah. here. So, yep, so that's that's part of the reason we don't have many black grocery stores because wow. you got to have some serious money back in you because, I mean, I, you, you know, and I was thinking to myself, I said, well, you know, these kids are out of control, but you know, it's grown ass people. I'm talking yeah. 50s and 60s that's in there stealing. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. And, and you know they're on their social security, so they got to make a choice between food and medicine sometimes, and uh, they need their medicine. They feel like they can go jack some food. <laughs> yeah, <lie. Damn. laughs> Yeah. But yeah, so it's, it's crazy out here, man. Man, yeah, that that is, yeah, it's crazy. But damn, Joseph, you you asked about something, Alpha Mira. What was that you asked him to touch all about the Israel thing? Yeah, he elaborated about the America uh, taking a veto. Uh, what's the name of that court or whatever they call it, Alpha Mira? Could you elaborate on what happened there with with America for the fourth time vetoing? The ceasefire, uh, you know, for uh, Israel. Yeah, um, it's the International Court and the United Nations. They had a resolution, uh, basically charging Israel with genocide, and mm. that they need to put a halt to this uh, this slaughter. <laughs> All the other countries involved said that's a good idea, and voted for it. But good old bitch ass United States says they have the controlling vote. They said, "Nah, let them kill them niggas." Damn. And this this is not new. This happens every time. Exactly, but you know, but it, it goes back to what Cynthia McKinney said many years ago that if you don't sign allegiance, this is not a pledge. This is allegiance to Israel. Mm-hmm. That you don't get in office. Yep. So the United States is not the United States. You're controlled by Israel. Yes, sir. When you go to vote, you're voting for Israel. You're not voting for anything to do with you or this country. You know? And the only the only stumbling block and I heard <laughs> I heard it said earlier, is that people 
don't fucking listen. You try to tell them and tell them what's coming, and it's almost like it's a, a, a football game. <laughs> like they're challenging you. Well, let's see, you know, let's see how fucked up they can get. Yeah. You know, see, see who, who's going to win. It's like this challenge thing when all you're trying to do is open their minds to say, hey, these people ain't who, who you think they are. You know, because there's no way in hell or in, in the universe that uh, uh, the corpse should or would be in the White House. It, it, it makes absolutely no sense. He has a shitty record. <laughs> he molested his kids. No, he never had a fucking job. So where are all the money coming from? So that Damn. makes you know he's on the take. He's a fucking racist. Always had been. Him and all his fucking tribe. Nobody in Delaware liked the motherfucker. So what did they do? They invented this sickness called Trump derangement syndrome. Mm. And every time you say Trump. Motherfuckers' flesh would just just crawl. They, they their, their body would deform like little demons and shit because they they just couldn't handle it because it was what they call groupthink. Mm. And then next thing you know, they fucked around and stole the vote, and those people accepted it. They were fucking happy that they stole the fucking election. You know, and now they crying like bitches. You know, well, Damn. I didn't know. Yes, you, yes, you did, motherfucker. You knew. You fought me on it. We were going toe to toe on that shit. You know, mm. I I explained to you. I read to you article by article, line by line, what was going to happen. All you had for me was emotions. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> I I don't get it, man. We just yeah. like like you said earlier. We we always gotta wait until shit is bad, and then we want to talk shit, but not do shit. Because I guarantee you, the same motherfuckers that are trying to jump on the Trump bandwagon right now are still gonna vote Democrat. Shit, hell yeah, yeah. But so, Alpha Mayor, brother, I don't I don't mean to try to correct you, but I think you said something wrong, brother. Um, I think you said that the Democrats tried to steal the vote. That was Trump, wasn't it? Tried to steal the vote, wasn't it, brother? No, 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 not now. <laughs> oh, I damn! Admit I'm wrong. I, I admit when I'm wrong, but I ain't wrong on that one. Yeah, you know, I'm messing with you. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. <laughs> you know, because that's, and, what, and that's his, what they said. They, they, he tried to steal the vote. So you said yeah, it's right. the other way around. around. He, oh, I get He tried to steal the vote. They stole the vote. Right, right. So oh, that's damn. The, that's the tactic of the degenerate party. See, they accuse you of what they're doing. Uh-oh, that's a cold one right there. That, that's So when they accuse him of something, that's what they're doing. That's what you they know, done. Like, yeah, like Ukraine. They were scared as shit when Trump started investigating shit going on in Ukraine. They were I'm, these motherfuckers were terrified because that's where they were having their little sex parties. That's where they were mm. laundering money. That's where they had. Now, why would you have fucking uh, labs 
dealing with disease and all that shit over in Ukraine. Why would you have that? So, brother, hold on, bro. You said they was laundering money. That ain't the same place they've been giving billions after billions after billions to, is it? Yes. And child okay. trafficking and human trafficking was running rampant over there. You know. Damn. Now, now that's what they wanted to do in Havana, Cuba. And Castro said, "You, <laughs> Satan, hell no." <laughs> you know, you know. Oh, that's man. it. Yeah, I mean, think about it. I mean, <laughs> why why did they panic the minute he started investigating shit going on in Ukraine? Mm. That's when all the charges started coming. That he's a Putin this and he's a Putin that. When nobody has gotten more money. I spent more time with Putin and that motherfucking, that bitch, I hate that fucking uh, Hillary Clinton. Oh, man. Yeah. They, her, her, her and Billy, Billy Bob, they got more money from Russia than anybody on the fucking face of the earth. Yes, sir. But but they want to call Trump, uh, 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 whatever they called him, you know. And, and she the one started that shit, then in Russian. She the one started that Russian collusion stuff too, didn't it? Right, because what she does is what she accused him of. You know, she was Damn. she was in a a youth. Uh, uh, we already have party. a nigger. We already have. Oh my bad. Who said that? <laughs> no, I'm. I was trying. I've got. I'm about to queue up some. I need. I own Alpha Male, and he didn't hear this one last time. Uh, I was trying to cue it up, but I didn't mean to cut it while he was talking. You can go ahead, brother. I'm, I'm going to play a couple of minutes clip on something, too. I done lost my thought. I, I thought we were going to have to I was talking it. about Hillary Clinton. You talking about Hillary yeah. Clinton. And she was covering up something. Oh, like yeah. She, she, yeah, but she was in a fucking uh, youth Nazi program when she was growing up. So, I mean, she, she, she dirty him. She just as dirty as that fucking body. And then I heard today that this nigga is with a black family. And he's sitting there eating a fucking hamburger and brought a box of chicken for the black Uh, folk. Wait a minute, man. I kid you not. I said this nigga done lost his crackhead Damn. And you see, that ain't the same family that they got killed over in Iran, was it? This was just recently. No. No, this uh, it was part of Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I wanted one of the families that that he met. I, I honestly couldn't say. It, Cause, you it know, may I, have been. Oh, okay. I didn't see it. Because, you know, three of them people, they were supposed to, I think that was Iran. They were black. The soldiers got killed. They were black. And I know they said he called, he lied to one of them. He called one of the family members and talked about he know how it feels to lose a son in a war. Some somebody he lost his son in a war in uh was it Desert Storm? One of them. They was like, hell no, his son died somewhere else. He didn't even, wasn't even in the fucking military when he died. No, the boy had a fucking aneurysm. Yeah, but he lied and told the black family he know how to feel to lose in a war. 
That's what he told the folks. Yeah. They played the clip on, on the phone. I think there was a, a Glenn Beck played the thing when when he, when he said that. Yeah. But it, yeah, it was a couple, a couple, couple of minutes, a couple of seconds. It's only a couple of seconds. Listen to this mother sucker, man. Nigger, big shot. You said we already racist. have a nigger mayor. We don't need any. We are. And you were saying he was a racist. Let's hear some of his racist stuff. And justice. let's see how, I don't know if you can, I don't know, take up for this. Let me see right here. We already have a nigger mayor. We don't need any more nigger big shots. It doesn't matter whether or not they're the victims of society. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community. They're going to put y'all back in chains. We already have a... Let's just get this one part right now. Hold up. You mean this the dude that, that they say got record numbers of votes? Wait a minute, right here. This is, I ain't gonna play the whole thing. Just this part right here. We already have a nigger mayor. We don't need any more nigger big shots. It doesn't. That's enough. Damn. And and he's not the racist. Okay. Mm-hmm. That didn't really sound like Joe Biden, but I ain't trying to Shit. use him. I'm gonna send you. Uh, the, I'm gonna send you the clip. Yeah. I'm gonna send you the video. Oh, it came out his I'm own mouth. I'm gonna send you the video. Uh, I, you know, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna just give you no blindfold shit. I'm, I got the video. They got the AI now, right? That make it. No, nah, that like ain't no AI, movie. bro. That's an actual. Dave, I think I, I don't know if I sent it to you. That that's an actual video. It's everyone that was small clips in twenty seconds, but these are actual videos. But 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 hold on. Yeah, you hey, see the lint that you're trying to go through right now I, to try I to just it. to try to take up for it. You come up with AI technology and other instead <laughs> of saying damn. Hey, you see the lint you going RBI. through. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> hey, I saw an RBI. That was Joe Biden. That was that him. was Joe Biden. Was it was yeah. it AI day? <laughs> Hell no, that was that. That was his mouth. He racist. He is racist as hell. Oh yeah, and I I ain't even got to see the video. I just I, I just know that's him. Yeah, I wouldn't I dare mean, send it. That, I wouldn't dare send it to you. <laughs> you everybody, some shit. Everybody, Go ahead, bro. Especially college age, especially like females and shit. They all call that motherfucker creepy Joe. You know, you want to smell bitches' hair and touch your own little girls and shit. Then nobody, then nobody want that motherfucker around. And I, I couldn't for the life of me figure out what the fuck he he did or was. Mm. You know, mm. and then that, that that's why I, you know, I, I gave up. I was like, it's pretty much curtains for black folk because they vote for that motherfucker. They pretty much brain dead. Yep. Well, prove they point. Prove you showed them. Yeah. yeah. And Justice said, AI, that's not him. Boy, <laughs> that's that thing. That's not GP chat. GCP chat, how you call that? Some new chat thing. No, yeah. that's, that's yeah. reality chat right there. That's him. <laughs> and you know, Alpha Mel, you know, you're not going to believe this, but we had a general mayor election this past November and I actually crossed the line and voted for a Republican for mayor. 
He must he must that? was the only one on the ballot. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh my bad. It was a no. black lady, a black lady running for mayor here in Philly versus an Asian fella running for mayor. He's a Republican and she was a Democrat. And I could not find any good reason to support her for mayor, so I voted for the Republican because I was more in line with his campaign agenda than I could even come up with one that she had. I could never figure out what her plan was or anything. Nothing she says or said ever resonated with me, so I could not cast my vote for her. And so, oh, you said the so black woman was those, a Democrat? Yeah. Justice, you was a, yeah, I you, I you was a male chauvinist. You didn't vote for that black woman. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. And you, hey, that that's what they're saying, too, about me. <laughs> I know it. Y'all be ashamed of yourself. Let, let me ask you this. Like, when you did the backwards research on each one of them, what did it hash out? Well, I couldn't come up with anything concrete that she had that was going to change, make a change or do something. She just was all emotion. All she would talk, every time she would talk or, you know, be interviewed, she's just emotional. She's not saying anything, and I'm not hearing anything. But meanwhile, the first candidate that I voted for in the primary happened to be a white fella who was a Democrat who had an ultimate ultimate plan for the city. And I was gun-ho to vote for this guy because he was well-liked and there was a lot of people who thought that he had a good plan as well. But when it boiled down to it, in the primary I cast my vote for him but he came up short and the black lady ended up becoming the victor in the primary, right? And so first I voted for this guy who's a Democrat who happened to be a white dude, was actually a billionaire here, and he could have did some good things with his ideas and his money and whatnot. He could have really made a difference. He had a whole great plan for the city. Anyway, he didn't win, so I went on and listened to the Republican fellow who was an Asian dude, well-known in the city council here, been in there for a long time, name is David O. And he's not that, uh, you know, he's not, you know, like energetic or anything, kind of dry, kind of, you know, melancholy, you know, doesn't give you a whole lot. But he had some good ideas and he had some plans to get some things done and fix things and, make things better, right? But, I, I mean, I resonated with his thing. So I went on and gave him my vote. But the lady, she, she never, I could, I mean, I listened to her several times, but she just never came across to me with a person who knew what she was doing and that she deserved my vote and that she was qualified to actually be the mayor of a big city like ours. I don't find her qualified. I, I don't find that she, she, uh, you know, and even now, she's just pointing out things to do. She's not doing anything. She's giving everybody those roles, and she's sitting back, and then first thing happens to a church downtown, a black church, the 
AME Church, you know. So, uh, oh, she won. She, called, she won an election. She, she, yeah, she's the mayor now. So, yeah, but anyway, she, she's something black happened and other female. Day. She hadn't missed anything, but something happened to the church, and somebody threw some rocks and broke the window in the glass same church, and she gets all emotional about it. And I turn, every time she they put it on the news, I turn the TV off or I will turn the volume down, change the channel. I can't stand to listen to this lady because she's not saying nothing. She's just emotion. And I can't stand emotion. I want to hear, I want to hear, you know, some concrete stuff, some facts and some information that's just, you know, just what it is, not the emotion of it. I can't stand that. But, but just yeah. there, can I play you a quick clip for a lady right here? Now she got a good idea. I think you might want to vote for her. Check this out, right? It ain't it ain't long. Check this out. Our Democratic opponents are calling for a minimum wage between twenty five twenty and twenty five dollars an hour. You're calling for a fifty dollar an hour federal minimum wage. That's seven times the current national minimum wage of seven twenty five an hour. Can you explain how that would be economically sustainable for small businesses? You have sixty seconds. First, let me say I um, owned and ran a small business for um, eleven years. I created hundreds of jobs, benefits retirement benefits, also health care benefits. I know what worker productivity means, and that means that you have to make sure that your employees are taken care of and have a living wage. In the Bay Area, I believe it was the United Way, came out with a report that uh, very recently, $127,000 for a family of four is just barely enough to get by. Another survey very recently, 104000 for a family of one, barely enough to get by low income because of the affordability crisis. And so just do the math. Just do the math. Yeah. Of course, we have national uh, minimum wages that we need to raise to a living wage. You're talking about $20, $25, fine. But I have got to be focused on what California needs and what the affordability factor is when we calculate the said a whole bunch of nothing. I don't even think you answered the question. Yeah. How's that? Her name Barbara Lee. She's at uh, this California Senate race. $50 minimum of wage. Damn. I love it. You, you would. Hey, I, know it's, I know it's not plausible, but I love the idea. And she's right because that's the only way to catch up to the crisis at hand out there in California. I mean, mm-hmm. they've raised the cost of living through the roof, and now the home people are homeless because of it, and now they want to blame people that are homeless for their own problem. And that's not – it wasn't – they didn't create the problem. It's the high bureaucracy of the people that are greedy at the top who continue to raise the rents and make the rents too high uh, for people to be able to sustain themselves and the rest of their life. Uh, that they have to pay other bills, you know, other than just their rent. So, you know, uh, California, the cost of living is through the roof in California. Well, here's here's my problem with the whole situation. Now, I always go back to this. No matter who you vote for, Democrat or Republican, they have to sign their allegiance to another country. Mm-hmm. They don't represent you. They represent the country they have allegiance to. 
And somehow you think they're going to make changes here that benefit us. Regardless of if they have the gift of speech or if they're emotional or they're black, white, Asian, if if the only way into office is for you to sign over your allegiance, then what's the point of voting for either one? Now, interestingly, you know, I did ask the question of research, uh, but you just gave me, like, how their character appealed to you. You know, I guarantee you on paper, neither one of them shit. (laughs) You know, they they can have the best plans in the world. You, You can have the best plans in the world, but. My thing is, what what was that song uh, Janet Jackson had? What have you done for me lately? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I can't show up up in Philly at the Eagles training camp with a bunch of talk about, you know, I'm the shit. And they like, well, show me the tapes. I'm like, well, don't worry about the tapes. Just take my word for it. I'm the shit. You know, they're going to tell you kick rocks. So when you look at a politician, you got to be the same way. Show me the tapes. What what have you done so far? Mm-hmm. And if they tell you, well, I, I got big plans. Well, me too, motherfucker. But <laughs> <laughs> what what have you done thus far? Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm going I'm going to check your voting record on all these fucking bills that they've been trying to get passed. And I just want to see. Yes, sir. You right about that one. You right about that one, man. That that neither one of them about shit. You right exactly. about that one, man. Oh yeah, because you look at all this child mutilation, right? Mm-hmm. You know they want to allow the kids to cut their body parts off and all that shit. Well, go when they pass the bills, go go who look go see who voted yes and no. That's how you know who you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know. When they trying to send all your money, all your money over to fucking Ukraine and Israel, and your taxes are going up, but you don't know it because you just think, you know, food prices getting higher because of inflation. No, you when they send that money over to other countries, they start raising taxes. Stores start raising prices to cover the tax. You know, so you need to know who's voting for what, and then you'll get to know that person. Yes, sir. But they. I mean, shit, Obama, hell, he is a hell of an orator. You know, he he can talk the draws off a faggot, you know, and, and, and he did several times. But as far as as far as a president, he wasn't shit. Yes, sir. God so we, we got we got to go deep. And, and he can sing, too. Crazy. Al Green. Right. I ain't never heard the sissy sing, and Al Green was a sissy too. Shit. God damn, that's what. Oh shit, Dave. Yeah, that's why. He he sure <laughs> oh, yeah. What a coincidence, huh? <laughs> yeah. So we we got to stop, man. We we just got to stop. We always looking to be entertained. Yes, sir. Do the research first. Just it. it see, here's the good thing about being in public service. You have a track record, and it's public. 
I don't have to have NSA clearance to find out how you voted on bills that I'll find disruptive to our communities, to our people, and to the world, you know, everybody else in the world. I don't need top secret clearance. You know, I just, it's all public record. So I don't know what to say. It's like, it gets frustrating. It does. Yes, sir. Go ahead, bro. No, I'm just saying, you know, because people get so emotional. And here's the problem. Me being a black man, and some people say I have a threatening presence, it's hard for people to accept anything I say, right? Mm. But if a white man said it to him, then it means something. You know, because with me, they for some reason, they get overly emotional. And it's not just me. It's any black person trying to handle some knowledge. You know, yeah. people get emotional about that. But this nigga think he's better than me. You know, all that bullshit. But <laughs> you let a white person tell him some shit, and all of a sudden, oh. <laughs> yes, sir. Your, your ice uh, is colder. All the time. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm done. I'm, I'm off, I'm yes, off my rent. But you, oh, you good, brother? Hey, man, you got to get it in there. Yeah, you, you we got to got to get you in there. We had you in here for a while, chopping it up, throwing that wisdom out there. But injustice too, man. Yeah, there's a video, bro. You need to watch. It's about uh, how it's talk about minimum wage is a scam, and you really you think about it. Because they give them people fifty dollars. Just think about it. In your lifetime, you've been working. How minimum wage went up. And how every goddamn thing else went up with it. Think about it. One time, the wage was fifty cent a fifty cent an hour. Look where we at now. Yeah. Just think about it. Fifty dollars an hour. That's just some silly shit she's saying. But to get to vote, and somebody gonna oh goddamn fifty dollars an hour. Oh hell yeah, vote her in. But you do the is 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 you're never evening out because everything else gonna go up. Like after grocery bills, like I said. Hell yeah, health insurance, everything else gonna go up. So you still gonna be where you still gonna be at that same level regardless. If they said a hundred dollars an hour minimum wage, shit, you still gonna when they get through going over every damn thing else, you still that hundred dollars ain't gonna mean nothing. It's gonna be the same way if you made five dollars an hour. It's, it's do, still do gonna guys, balance out. Do you realize that minimum wage only moved twice? You know, since like nineteen, like eighty two, right? So, okay, yeah, I mean, it was three thirty five an hour, right? And man. then they said, okay, it need to be five twenty five across the living and all that. Like, okay, ten fifteen years later, it came five twenty five an hour. Then they said, okay, ten years later, oh, we need it to be more. We need seven twenty five. It's seven twenty five an hour in two thousand and nine. It's seven twenty five. It's seven twenty five in two thousand twenty four. Oh, it's still seven twenty five. Shit, I, I didn't even know. It haven't moved since two thousand and nine, and before it was seven twenty five in two thousand and nine, it was five twenty five in two thousand and eight. But just people's out. Right now, minimum wage ain't moved since two thousand and nine. It cost of living and inflation went way up. And yeah, ain't nobody talking about. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I'm just. I got you right fast. But peep this though. Think about it. 
I just thought about something. Think about what they call it. Minimum wage. Minimum wage. I'm just thinking about some hell what I made. The minimum wage. That's the minimum, the lowest you can pay somebody. That does not mean, y'all help me out, I'm wrong on this shit here, but I just thought about it. Because a lot, a lot of places I'm seeing now, they're starting off 10 12 $15 an hour. Some damn, well, it's not really 15 Yeah, some of them 14 $15 an hour at certain like burger places. So what the fuck is they, who getting minimum seven twenty five, basically? But like I said, that's the federal level. That's the minimum you can pay. Think about it, because what that is, they try to really is not a making you think, man, you make a seven twenty five. That it depends on the job, I guess, because certain jobs won't even start you. It depends on the job, but that's the lowest you can pay somebody. Just think about that. How many people really making seven twenty five? Depends on the nobody job. around here. Well, the point of that is. It's people not making close. To, I mean, people are making close to it. If they're not making seven twenty-five, there's some people coming in the door only making eight seventy-five or nine dollars an hour at certain jobs at certain, uh, like uh, what would you say positions. I don't even okay. think McDonald's paying motherfuckers seven twenty-five no more. No, yeah, I'm just saying no. close to it. If you're not, there's some people that's only making nine or nine fifty or at ten dollars or something like that. And that's not far from seven twenty five and the cost of living is still way is still way high and you still need a lot more for a, a livable wage than nine dollars an hour. Well, well check this out, Joe. Well, do you have a choice on what job you you accept? Once they tell you how much they paying, but sometimes you might know we're going in the door, but they told me we only pay this. Uh is it your choice to go somewhere else and find it, find something else, paying it, a little it, bit more? It could be. It could be, but depending on your education and your criminal background, you may not have a choice like that. You may have a limited choice. So That's not true, okay. Justice. That ain't true. Okay. I don't have a high school diploma, and I got, God damn it, and I ain't bragging on nothing. I don't have a fucking high school. I ain't got a junior high, God damn it, <laughs> uh, a diploma. <laughs> I don't have, I'm a damn throw away ass felon. And I'm making, I ain't, you know, making it pretty good. Okay. That's good, but everybody not in that same way of thinking how you got yourself where you are, and they may have just gotten in that bad spot. Even if they got good common sense, they might still got caught up in something and end up in the system. And then when they get out and they get a job, then they got to go for the job paying at least it's still, I mean, until they're able to, maybe figure out how to make more money. So if it's a dishwashing job or something, then they say, okay, you can wash dishes, and uh, we only paying you $8 an hour. You're going to take it and leave it. And then you'd be like, well, damn, I'm going to take it for now. And then you might be able to just, okay, I found a job making paying more, and I'm doing something else or the same thing. So that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I agree with what you said earlier. There's no job. Here in Delaware, pays less than fourteen, maybe fourteen fifty, fourteen seventy five. Now that's the start. That's that's working at Wawa. That's working at the gas station. That's working. I mean, I can't think of anything. Hell, even if you uh, a landscaper pays more than that. I mean, I, I can't think of anything that pays 
anywhere close. Even even people that work for tips yeah. still starting out at fourteen dollars an hour. Yes, sir. I, 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 I well, don't know anybody making seven dollars, nine dollars an hour. Well, I know I work at a restaurant, and I have another job too. But the restaurant business, they have people coming in and only starting them out at ten dollars an hour or eleven dollars an hour. Okay. But you think about ten, that's a long way still a long damn way from seven twenty five. So like you saying federal because <laughs> she's saying seven twenty five is the minimum wage, but you making ten and but like I said again, and then all of it is gonna be based upon this is why I always told somebody. You if you know you making seven twenty five, you can't go out and buy you no damn Mercedes Benz and shit. And those snakeskin Stacy Adams and all that. You just you just ain't gonna be able to do it. You gotta live right. on your means. You until you be able bike. to go ahead. You see a ten speed bike and keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, I mean until you're able to, you know, progress and then you can start doing things. You know. Like I said, like people be complaining about the McDonald's. I've been working at McDonald's like people like you. Come on, like people said, man, that's for teenagers. That's how I started off when I was what, like sixteen at McDonald's. Unless I, you know, we try to get into management or something, okay, you can see. But that's you know, children and senior citizens opening the well, I don't know if they have door greeters no more at McDonald's and stuff, but come on now. But like I said, they don't even make that no more, hell. Yeah. I agree with y'all that you know, okay, the majority of people aren't making exactly seven twenty five an hour. I agree and I agree that that is what we consider the minimum amount of money that someone can pay somebody. And so yeah. And that maybe there are some people taking advantage of certain people and only paying them seven twenty five an hour. And it may be a small percentage of people or well. companies that are doing something like that. But like I said, just think about this. Look at the word again. That's the minimum you can pay someone. That's the minimum you can pay someone. That don't mean that you probably start them off at that. That's the less that you can pay a person. That's right. all that means. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, didn't, didn't you say her name was Barbara Lee? Yeah, Barbara Lee. That's, that's what they had on the video. Okay, I remember her. Now, what she left out of that part was she don't want $50 an hour for us. She wow. wants $50 an hour for the immigrants. Wait a minute. Damn. For real? Yes. Damn. So she she was fine with all that shit until the magic the magic Democrat rolled out the red carpet. <laughs> you know, so, so now all of a sudden, you know, we need $50 minimum wage because, you know, the immigrants need it. Damn. Along along with their government benefit uh, uh, cash cards and shit. So, I couldn't even really yeah. imagine a company being able to afford to pay maybe several employees that amount of money per hour. Like that. Well, the company the the company ain't gonna pay them. You gonna pay them because you gonna end up with a six hundred dollar cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, that's not. Oh, they yeah. gonna raise and, the price of everything. Oh. And that's what the conservative twins were saying. That damn cheeseburger gonna cost you about twenty five dollars. Yeah, they show what they were saying. I'll be mad about my milkshake being twelve dollars. I will be. Man, yep, and they so only gonna pass it. 
Yep. And the reason, like, I, I started noticing that when COVID hit and then damn near right after COVID, that's when I started seeing, because a lot of people wouldn't come back to work. And that's when you start seeing a lot of these places. They always, And that's, I think I still see a lot of them. They have help wanted. You see a lot of help wanted, and they have signs saying, I don't know, $12, $14 an hour. And you notice you'll start seeing a lot of these places now. You don't see a lot of certain places. You don't see a lot of employees in some of these places. So they cut back the labor force so they can boost the damn uh, wages up as, as well. You remember with COVID, you might, I remember some places because they closed down. Like you remember some places you couldn't even go on the inside. You only could go through the drive through So they didn't yep. need a lot of people on the inside so they could start. So that way, if you cut back the labor force, now I can start paying you more money because I, I don't have that many people on staff. That's the game that was being played as well. Oh, yeah. And think about this, too. A lot of people during that COVID shit lost jobs and shit like that. They had to move back in with family. Yep. Yes, sir. And now and now they can't afford to move back out, even with a job. Yes, sir. I was listening to you know, um, Glenn Beckton was talking about this, kind of when you talk about Alpha Male, how the um, people lost their homes and how the homeless rate don't skyrocketed since COVID. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, prices are ridiculous. Interest rates are stupid, you know, mm-hmm. I, which I never could understand real estate because I always joke with my wife. I'd be like, yeah, well, I guess we, we'll pay the rent this month. She's like, well, we own our house. I say, well, it sounds like we own it, but you fuck around this one payment or one tax payment and mm-hmm. see who own this motherfucker. Yep. So I say we just rent. <laughs> and that and that is another game too. I learned. Elder taught me that because my mom them had paid. They had a house in Mississippi. They they they, they had you know they out of Mississippi. They bought a trailer. They said, oh, they own that, but they didn't pay the property tax. They lost the damn house. Yep. I like. Yeah. And and taxes are against the law, but they got all the fucking guns. So what we gonna do? <laughs> yep. Yeah, and they they hate when I say that shit. You know, because that's my response with shit. Y'all got all the guns. What the fuck? What the? You know what I mean? Why are you Man. asking me shit when you got the fucking guns pointed at my head? Yes, sir. <laughs> Was that Ruby Reed? And, you shit? Yeah, and here's something else to think about too. You know, <laughs> all these uh, immigrants coming in seem to be. Uh, military age too. Mm. Ain't a bunch of women. Ain't a bunch of women coming across the border. So Damn. Is, is this the new uh, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, ISIS, Taliban uh, fighters? You know? That's cold, Alpha Male. Uh oh, you own to something because you know what? I was listening to something else a couple of weeks ago, and they were talking about the military. I think you showed me, told me about this a long time ago about the. About the uh, military um, and enlisting is is down, and I think they say a lot of white males are not joining the military anymore like that. Hey, nope. hey let me tell you something. Hey, and you're right, alpha male. I know that for a fact. You're absolutely right. You are. And also, <clears throat> I'm gonna add something to that. The recruit for the police department and law enforcement is very low. 
it's gotten so low, especially here in Virginia, that they're allowing police to have dreadlocks and tattoos. And yep. and listen and listen at this. In Virginia, they're allowing people to go in the military not military, but go in the military without any any um documentation. Mm-hmm. The police department too. Police department, military, police department, because you know in Virginia, we're um, what you call a commonwealth slash, you know, we're like DMV, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. We're we're like capital when it comes time for running like the government systems, like especially the whole United States, because the White House is in D.C. But and uh, but. When it comes time for like DMV, the DMV, this is how fucked up it is for military and law enforcement. They're allowing people to go in at 18, and not just that, they're allowing people with misdemeanors to go in. The the military and law enforcement. Law enforcement, they have, because I had a guy. A uh, police officer, cause, like I said, I, I did security years ago. I got my DCJCS when I was practicing Islam years and years ago. I let it expire. But I, I'm a big dude, 6'3", uh, 350 I am. And I, I've always, you know, because being a big guy, they always wanted me to do bodyguard, even though I'm a I'm a barber and a hairstylist. So I got into that field. I let my shit expire, right? So I was talking to a uh, it was a law enforcement that came in, got his hair cut at a shop, one of my barber shops, and um, he was trying to get me on the department. And I looked at him, I said. You know, I got, like, severe sleep apnea, and I also have narcolepsy. So he said they can get waivers for that shit. <laughs> I'm like, why am I falling asleep with the gun in my hand? What, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In the middle of a pursuit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They can get so waivers for down. medical. Oh, did he just sleep? <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, they. He was telling me they could get uh, um waivers for medical waivers for a certain Damn. shit for the, the police department. Yeah, I'm looking at this motherfucker like. Oh, they definitely. How, how about how about if I was a schizophrenic? Would you still want me, motherfucker? You know, <laughs> if I was bipolar. You know what I'm saying? Shit, you still want me on the force? You know? Yeah. Man. These motherfuckers is is this they they taking anybody in the state of Virginia? They don't give a fuck. You could be you could be Jamel Barnes, Cookie Williams, fresh out of jail. They'll hire your ass. That shit crazy. What's, well, damn, what's the largest? What's the large? the largest cartel in uh, Mexico. Uh-oh. It, it's not the Sinaloa, but it's M- MS-7-something. MS-17. I, I forget what it is. 
But, I remember, uh, I don't know, MS-13, I remember it was a gang MS-13, but I don't know about the cartel, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, oh, no, no. Yeah. No, that's, that, the, the MS-13, I think, that's the kill squad. Oh, okay, it's all on then. Now, who, who is, it may or may not be true, but what I'm understanding is a lot of these motherfuckers are gang affiliated. Hmm. Yeah. You talking about for the police department? I'm talking the ones coming across the border. They're not coming yeah. for op- opportunity. Well, not the kind of opportunity we think. They're they're looking at expanding their franchise. Oh. You know, and and I mean, shit's been going on under the radar. I mean, rapes, <laughs> murders, assaults, kidnappings. Yeah. You know, and they don't give a fuck. And just like the. The ones up in uh, New York that beat the cops' asses. They ain't give a fuck about fucking up a cop. Cop ain't shit, and they go. Nah. Hell <laughs> yeah, no. Hey, hey, I, I just want to say what you were just asking about the biggest cartel in Mexico. And it yeah. says the Sinaloa cartel, according to the National Drug Intelligence Center and other sources within the U.S., the Sinaloa cartel is primarily involved in the distribution of cocaine, heroin, methamphetamine, fentanyl, cannabis, and MDMA. As of 2023, the Sinaloa cartel remains Mexico's most dominant drug cartel. Okay. So I, all right. And, and think about this, too. <laughs> It's a lot of uh, military age uh, Asians coming across that border too, and and I'm not talking about a few. I'm talking about thousands. Mm. But they don't yeah. talk about that. They don't talk about that. Mm. And Damn. I'm, that, I'm glad you brought that up. Now in the state of Virginia, down here, you know, I grew up with. Filipinos and Asians around here. And I'm going to tell you something. A lot of them Filipinos and Asians don't have, um, they don't have citizenship. A lot of people don't know that, but a lot of the Asians that come here don't have citizenship. A lot of them outstay visas and everything. Yeah, they had a thing down here where it was uh, some years ago where they were, they was going up under different names and shit. And yeah, yep. for, for the post office down here in Virginia, they had a thing for the post office because, you know, Asians, a lot of Filipinos get them jobs. And a lot of them was, I'm serious, was working for the post office, handling mail mm-hmm. without any paperwork, without any paperwork. As a matter of fact, you know how in order for you to take a test for the post office, a lot of them wasn't even taking tests. They was just hiring them. They made yep. niggas take tests in order to work for the post office. A lot of them Asians, they had a thing where they, they some years ago, they busted. Yeah, they was giving them leeways. So, yeah, them Asians, they, they over here. A lot of them ain't got no paperwork, especially working for the government. They don't have paperwork. A lot of them don't. A lot of them don't. And as my sensei said, you don't just leave Asia. 
nobody nobody just leaves Asia without the authorization of you know Japan and all those places. You you know what I mean those are dictatorships. You don't just get on a plane yeah. and leave. But we talking thousands. I mean almost close to mid, almost close to a million. Now how the fuck did they get from Asia to Mexico to here? Now, that's what I'm wondering. I, how in the hell they do that? Well, exactly. You know, that's somebody because somebody somebody wanted them here. That's right. Yep. And Afro Mel, I know we're not recording no more, y'all. We way over, so hell, we gonna get ready to get out of here in a minute. We're not even recording no more. But you remember that 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 illegal police station they had, Asian Chinese whatever police station in New York they had found. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And one other quick thing, Alpha Male, you saying, bro, when you saying these, when you keep saying these people are military age. I remember years ago, it was some brother, I think this dude named Tony, uh, brother, he was on this show, Tony Robinson. They, we used to have shows talking about a lot of it, and he was talking about something somebody was bringing up, talking about uh, they were going to be bringing in foreign troops to control the Americans, the American citizens, foreign yeah. troops. And now you're making me think of you keep saying these people are uh, a military age. Damn, that's yeah. something to think about. And I tell you what Tony was talking about. See, they, they did this survey of the United States military asking them would they kill American citizens. And they were like, go. no, we're here to protect American citizens. And that's when they started filling up the military and opening up the border to foreigners. That's it. That's it. That was it right there. That's hey. what he was talking about hey. years ago. What you talking about? That's yeah. it. Hey. Oh, yeah. Hey, um, yeah. I'm telling yeah. you something. The Mexican military and the Mexican military and the Asian military, they actually be over here in their uniforms. They actually be over here, the Mexican military. They, they do. They they be over here. They actually be over here shopping in the grocery stores and everything, uniforms damn. and everything. I've seen them. I've damn. seen them at the damn club some years ago. And in their uniforms. Uh, in a uniform. Yeah. They run in groups too. You love what the fuck. Yeah. Damn. Some years ago. Years ago. Hey, and hey, it, you and remember in New York too, Tony was saying go ahead, brother. You remember that video you seen that one Arab terrorist that was up there at the border? What did he say? Oh, what yep. did he say? You gonna find out who I am? You gonna find out who? I... Damn! I wish I still had that video. Like I said, I don't know if I sent it out for me or not. I don't know. Wish I still had. I could send it to you. See, see who we talking about? I might get find his name. But I remember Tony, the brother Tony Robinson was saying again. I think this happened after nine eleven. I think it happened after nine eleven. Because Tony, he lived in New York, and he was saying he was saying how there was Russian Russian soldiers was actually in the subway stations and all of this shit uh, in New York. Because he was sending he, he showed the pictures and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm not surprised because this is not a country. I, I would hope motherfuckers would would take that to heart. This is not a country. This is a motherfucking transfer station. <laughs> when when they claim when they claim they got rid of Hitler, 
They brought all the Nazis through here and dispersed them to New York, Florida, and California. When they claim that that uh, uh, how do I put this? When they, they claim Russian such a Russian uh, Vladimir Putin such a bad man, but they bring Russian diplomats and everybody, and they spread them out between New York. Florida and California. Look, we're surrounded on all sides by all enemies. No yes, matter how you look at it. You know, Canada, for instance. Some of the Nazis have been shipped to Canada. You believe me, all these so-called enemies—they just transferring all around us. Mm-hmm. You know, so don't don't think this is a country. Don't think you're represented represented other than a source of of energy. I'll say because they take your taxes, they they you know they constantly trying to take your vote. You know they fuck mm-hmm. with your emotions. You, they yeah. trying to give you injections and all kind of crazy shit. Mm-hmm. So that, and my, as my daughter said, Dad, keep your head on a swivel. Yes, <laughs> Man, yes, sir. You know, all of them mad scientists that they say they've always been Russians and, and goddamn Germans. Yes. Funny, you funny, remember funny. Edward Snowden? You remember the guy that did WikiLeaks? Edward Snowden? Uh, Snow, Snowden? Yeah. Oh, you mean Julian Assange? I remember it was Snowden. That- I remember Snowden, too. I think it was two of them. Snowden yeah, was the NSA whistleblower. He, he was the NSA whistleblower that was telling us how, you know, they're, they're monitoring everybody and everything. Yeah. But uh, Julian Assange. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.